This is the Arcology Lone Star Actual Play Podcast. I'm Vox. Today the task force wraps up its dealings with the errand ordnance disposal officer and has to spend a little time in decon. Lieutenant Chavez is presented with a moral dilemma. But while the task force has been conducting its investigation, the forces of chaos in DFW have not been idle. Billy Joe. I want to commend yeah. you for keeping the safety of the public in mind. Thank you, LT. Oh, and Cliff, before we uh, head off uh, from there, I wanted to uh, spend a bit of time uh, consoling the, the freshly uh, formed uh, spirit that I'd summoned. As I recall, he was a, uh, <clears throat> a newly created uh, uh, spirit and was, uh, was having issues with uh, the fact that he was now dead. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so essentially... Uh... You, after uh, subduing the people who are in the room, there is, in fact, a partially disassembled missile in the middle of the room. Uh, you probably, uh, uh, it l- looks very familiar. It's the one that um, Detective Holmes had handed off to Officer Buckner to get checked out. And uh, there's a bunch of unconscious people in here who just appear to be like regular everyday people, except they had been previously, you know, huddled around a missile in the middle of a living room. I don't think you guys ended up killing anybody. I think you ended up taking them all out with non-lethal force. And yeah, Maxwell is pretty well covered in, in, in blood. Uh, he's been cleaning himself off, using his med kit to properly sterilize himself. Yeah, I switched to the non-lethal rounds. Just this once. Uh, and how did you guys want to handle the crime scene? Well, I'm not touching anything. I yeah. suggest we... Secure the suspects, take the room off, post guards to all exits, and wait for the CSI you know, guys to come in here and uh, put on their fancy schmancy suits. Yeah, I'm going to treat it as a biohazard of some sort. Uh, that was definitely a biohazard. That was and, a uh, weird trip. Yeah, definitely uh, going to be requesting that. Uh, I don't remember if we called in medics, but I'll, I will be uh, calling in medics to, uh, to make sure that I can get the appropriate uh, antivirals and whatnot. All right, hold up a minute. Uh, kids are out of their room and uh, causing trouble. Courtney's AFK trying to get them to wrangle, wrangle them back into their room. <laughs> Good thing he's got the hotkey enabled. We'd probably be hearing some screaming right now. Just kidding. <laughs> <sighs> so how do you handle your kids? Oh, Board of Education. What's that? Oh, two by four. Yeah, and uh, gaming nights that they have to go to bed a little bit early, we call it a fun night, so... They can pretty much play with their toys and do whatever they want in their room. The number, the, the big rules are they're, they're not supposed to be noisy and they're not supposed to leave the room unless they have to go to the bathroom. Apparently they have trouble with the uh, second rule. Yeah, typical kid stuff. They pee in their room? <laughs> 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 oh my god! No, no, they don't pee in the room. Though my son Griffin tends to poop wherever he happens to be at the moment, so. You gotta do what you gotta do, Dad. Yeah. I think every parent's gone to the point where the kid doesn't want to get out of the swimming pool in time. At least I know I have with my son. The kid's deathly afraid of getting water on his head, so that's not really been an issue. (laughs) Ah, cool. To the point where it sounds like you're, you know, pouring acid on his head, if you pour water on his head at all. 
Wow. Wizard of Oz? Yeah, yeah that, right. That's so non-Western uh, culture. It's so obnoxious is what it is. <laughs> I love him to death, but my God, it gets old. You know, there's a few years of head and shoulders campaign ads. We can just stab him to a chair and pry his eyes open and have him stare at them. He'll never. (laughs) Do you feel the tingle? Do you feel the tingle yet? (laughs) All right. Now, sorry. Where were we? Um, You were, uh, let's see. You were taping the area off, uh, posting yourselves as guards. I'm assuming you're putting the AR equivalents and the physical equivalents of police tape. Yep. And then, uh, Maxwell, you're going to be contacting the medics to let them know that you might have been exposed to a biohazard. Yep. Is anyone actually going in the room to investigate things? If I've or- got the proper um, stuff to cover my shoes and uh, gloves and stuff like that, I'd like to go check out that um, missile and make sure it's safe. There's also the matter of the unconscious people. Yeah, them too. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll have first a spirit handoff to whoever wants to take charge of it. Sorry, yeah, uh, too much people all at once. I didn't quite catch most of that. Uh, Voss, can you send the spirit in to zip time? The spirit's already in there. He's got a hold of the uh, the missile. He grabbed it for safekeeping. Um, I can have him hand it off to whoever wants, and uh, he can try to zip time up, sure. I'll take it. Set it very gently back down. Okay, I'll, uh, I guess I'll come back and... Uh, <clears throat> pull out a, a pile of the uh, the restraints and, and hand them off to uh, to this uh, poor guy with the, what was it he had a slit throat or something like that mm-hmm. and uh, let him uh, ask him to uh, to zip tie all the folks in there and uh, and then if he'd like uh, I'll be here if he wants to uh, talk about his condition for a while otherwise he can he can leave since I'll have to manifest to do that I'm just curious does he look like any of the people in this room? Not exactly how. It is not. That's good. Not actively searching because it wouldn't occur to me, but uh, if it were the case, it would be kind of uh, noticeable, perhaps. Are you go ahead and make a comprehension test for the spirit. So it's a uh, force plus its logic. One hit. All right. It's sort of um, holds up the zip ties and looks a bit confused and wanders in and starts putting the zip ties around the the um the arms and the feet of the people in there, almost as if they're bracelets or anklets. Yeah, what the heck, I'm probably already exposed anyway. I'll, uh, I'll work with the, uh, the spirit to make sure they're properly zip-tied. Okay. Does anyone want to bother doing some first aid on these guys to make sure they don't, like, die on us? Is this missile safe? It's a high explosive covered in blood. Oh, and you're, yeah, you're looking at the, the missile. It's been partially opened up, and there's some exposed wires and circuits and things. And yeah, you can see that there's a sort of a rusty brown patch uh, smear on it. And actually, as you... Uh, give me a perception sh- ch- check. All of us? No, just her. By the way, Cliff. Yeah. I was just going to say, uh, I'm going to pull out some uh, rubber gloves out of the old uh, car and just... Uh, Try to make sure that no one's going to die on us. You know, just basic first aid stuff. Just basically, hey, you know, you breathing? Okay, you breathing? All right, you're not bleeding out? All right, fine. All right, so you're putting on rubber gloves, Garrett, and going into the room? Yeah, why not? I'm standing outside. You can tell 
that Tony is totally looking at a lot of stuff in uh, augmented reality. And uh, he's uh, looking to the left and then looking to the right and then doing things in augmented reality. It really, really looks like he's comparing a list of procedures and checking things off uh, as he's like talking and coordinating things. Okay. All right. So, Officer Garrett, give me a, um, I guess, uh, let's see what would be a, um, let's give me a, a first aid roll. All right. Not modified by your med kit or anything. Okay. Dos. Okay. Yep. Good enough. You managed to put the gloves on the right way and, you know, take care. And uh, when you go in and check people out, you're careful not to, you know, touch them any more than necessary. And you just kind of scan them over using a more passive means. And you can tell they're still breathing and, it can, and uh, the med kit sensors can pick up their heartbeats. It doesn't look like any of them are in uh, need of immediate medical assistance to save their lives. And, uh, sorry, how many hits do you get in your perception, Nina? Five hits. Okay, yeah, you definitely notice that the, the rust-colored blood stain it appears to be moving towards your hand as you're holding this. That's messed up. I'll uh, move my hand. It seems to be traveling. Like, these these lines seem to be coming off and, and, and heading towards you. I will remove my hands from the missile. Keep that in mind for uh, reporting to everybody in just a minute. But my main concern is, is this thing going to explode? Give me a demolitions roll. Five hits. All right, it looks like they were in the process of... They, they removed it from the original um, impact-style detonator and were in the process of wiring it up so that a different detonator device could be attached, maybe a comlink or something. But it's not going to go off unless you attach something to those wires and leads. Excellent. And by removing your hands from it, do you mean you're going to like drop it on the floor or set it down? or You said you it was already it? on a stand, and after the spirit gave it to me, I set it on the stand, and then I started looking okay. over it. Hey, LT? Yeah? There's a blood mark inside this missile that starts crawling towards my hands when my hands are on the missile. Okay. I press the biohazard button in augmented reality. Oh, wait, Voss? Uh, stay away from it. Stay away from it. Yeah, thanks. And between uh, Voss, between you and your spirit, you've managed to properly zip-tie and restrain all of the people here. Okay. Uh, the elevator opens up and uh, several people start walking out. Is that blood still moving in there? I take a look. Is it? My hands aren't on the missile. Uh, nope, it's not moving right now. Nope. I'm going to start testing it, like see how far my hand has to be away from it for it to move. Does it just have to be touching the missile? Does it have to be, you know, half a meter away or what? Maybe it only works if you intend to move the missile. As you move your hand toward the missile, once you get about a half a meter away, you can even see that there's bits and tendrils coming up off of the blood stain Good reaching Lord. towards you. I dart back. So what, about a half a meter away, you said? Yep. It looks like if you get about a half a meter away from it, it starts coming towards you, and um, it's floating through the air. I take a step back. Anybody know how to handle blood floating in the air and chasing Fire Nina? And lots of it. I think fire Wait, sounds seriously good. Seriously, what? And as you back away, the, the, the tendrils that sort of reach up away from the missile seem to pull back into the blood stain. Okay. That's messed up. Oh, and uh, I should also tell, with your demolitions roll, 
um, you've noticed that the actual explosive component of the missile seems to be significantly smaller than you'd normally see from a high-explosive or anti-vehicular missile. But I can't see the uh, payload unless I crack something open, correct? But yeah, the, the area that the payload would be in seems smaller from this particular make and model of missile. Am I going to have to toss some incendiary grenades in there? No. <laughs> All right, I need some options besides fire. Ziploc bags? <laughs> Whatever, I mean, I don't know what they'd use to transport in just serious biohazard stuff, you know? Suddenly you hear a scream from outside down the hall. Sounds like a woman screaming hysterically. Ah, oh, good lord. I run towards it. <laughs> Alright, you come running up, you see there's an apartment door that's open, and uh, you see... Standing inside the apartment door is a woman who is uh, holding her hands to her face and screaming. Uh, what do you do? Do you go inside the room? No, I'm not going to go in, but I'm going to look. <laughs> All right, you look and see in the coming from the kitchenette, looks like there is a uh, rather large pool of blood that is seeping into the carpet that she's standing near. Are tendrils coming out or anything, or just looks like, you know, when somebody's been cut open and all their blood emptied out of them at once and leaking from the other apartment? It just looks like a really large blood pool. Uh, I'm just gonna, uh, ma'am, please stand over here and I'll move her out from the doorway. She screams, ah! 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 Taking breaths only to sustain her scream. As long as... Give me a uh, etiquette or negotiation test. Or leadership might work, too, actually. I could just show a fist to her face and use intimidation. That's one <laughs> negotiation tactic. Yeah, or you probably have stick and shock ammo. So they don't know what's in your gun when you point the gun at them. Well, not until you shoot it the first time. Then there's just pain. I thought you liked pain. All right, I got six hits on leadership to give her a command that she might follow. Okay, she doesn't exactly look calm, but she starts backing away and kind of nods and moves toward you. She does stop screaming, but she's uh, shaking and seems to be in uh, rather out of sorts. Ma'am, okay you have there? somewhere to go. <laughs> she uh, she doesn't seem to be able to form any words. She seems to be trying to, but bursts into tears, and she's just completely hysterical. She you out know, of the room yet? I, this is when I need... Uh, we need those... Not stim patches or trauma patches. Trank patches. But tra well, I got a trank patch. That's I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't think that's quite what we want. She's still screaming inside the room. Well, no, I, I mean, she came out or was in the room. I mean, I want to get her away from the blood and where she can't see it, right? Okay. Yeah, you have her out in the hall, and she's gradually hyperventilating. Ma'am, this is a crime scene. If you just uh, stay here out of the way, you'll be perfectly fine. Um, if you uh, have someone you can uh, stay with uh, safely for a while, that uh, might be a good idea. Uh, we have your contact information. All right, give me an etiquette roll. That three, uh, hold on, five hits on etiquette. Right, she kind of nods as you talk and gradually sort of leans against the wall and slides down to a sitting position. Uh, is that blood, like, still pouring out, like... Somewhere or is this still slowly growing pool of blood? I'm really looking yeah. out for the floating tenderly blood. That's really not <laughs> yeah, something. You kind of look I'm... in, and um, it looks like the blood isn't really going anywhere or doing anything other than just sort of seeping into the carpeting. 
I'm activating the image link on my goggles. I'm recording the whole thing. Good God. It's, it's all recording already. Oh, yeah, TechNet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm declaring this room also part of the crime scene. Garrett, start okay. knocking on doors and checking the area. Is that stuff right. dripping down from the ceiling, or did it pool there from somewhere else? Oh, God. Uh, oh, I, I send in the, the eyeball. Okay, you see in, in the kitchenette, there's a man who's lying down in the, in the middle of the kitchen. There's a very large pool of blood around him, mostly coming from his throat. He looks familiar. Dun, dun, dun. Like a spirit? Yeah, like the uh, spirit that Officer Voss sent into the room to zip-tie people. So, uh, Voss, if I understand this, every time you summon a spirit, someone dies. <laughs> That's not how it works. I think I'll need an explanation <laughs> tomorrow. LT, I'd also suggest uh, securing, getting everybody on the immediate floor at least secured and in an area we could watch them because there seems to be a whole lot of stuff going on. You need to make sure all the neighboring apartments, that uh, the people that aren't involved, are safely uh, out of here. Is the building cordoned off yet? Is that, like, part of the procedure? If not, uh, yes. I think we should get to it. Yes, it's step five, subsection DS, right here on this <laughs> list, okay? Of course. Yes, sir. I'm trying not to skip any of these steps. That's what we have you for, for sir. One of them is Garrett. You need to go make sure all the neighbors are safe. As you, uh, Garrett, as you go around from uh, room to room, you find that many of the apartment doors uh, are sort of open and ajar slightly, and there are people that are not in them. In one case, you open up a door and like go into one, and uh, you see there's a person in the room uh, sitting down watching the trid set, and he says, "Oh, hey, uh, I." Uh, Came home. I saw you guys in the uh, hallway. I hope uh, hope this isn't part of your crime scene. Well, sir, officially is now. I'm gonna have to ask you to get. I'm gonna have to ask you to vacate the apartment and uh, head down the hallway. We're securing this whole area. I'm gonna ask that you not go anywhere and stay in the immediate area. So wait, wait, you want me to leave but not go anywhere? Follow. In other words, follow me, sir. I'm confused. Wait, wait, my, my show's on. Just a minute. Let me set it to record. Uh, no. Grab your stuff. No, cancel that. Just, sir, come with me right now. Please don't make this any di more difficult than it has to be. Oh, uh, okay. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Um, do, do, do you have a warrant? <laughs> sir, this is, an, this is a crime scene and a possible emergency situation, so I don't need a warrant for this. So, if you, so unless you want to make this difficult, I suggest that you come with me right now. Uh, give me an intimidation or etiquette test. Tell me which one you're using. Intimidation, it's higher. Three. Okay, he says, oh, oh okay, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming, sorry, it's just, uh, it's, in the trid, they always ask for a warrant, you know? Welcome to real life. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming. He gets up and, uh, walks towards you. I'm watching his hands. I know this is probably, uh, might not be nothing, but is his hands in, are his hands in his pockets, or are they out? Is he wearing a coat, or is he just wearing regular, you know, street, you know, normal clothes? Just shirt. He's just pants. wearing uh, normal street clothes, and uh, it looks like uh, yeah, a little bit nicer. I mean, this is definitely a nicer style apartment. Uh, the the trid set is still going. 
And uh, he says, oh, and it reaches into his pocket and pulls something out. Uh, give me a composure test. Composure test? Nothing. I'm about to draw down on this sucker. <laughs> the gun's out regardless of your composure test result. All right, hold on. Three again. Three again. Okay, yeah, you realize he's not really going for a weapon. He reaches in his pocket and pulls out a uh, small device and uh, moves over and picks up his comlink nearby. Uh, team... Is anyone here a certified bomb disposal expert? I didn't see that on any of your jackets, so uh, none of you are certified, right? If anybody has three or more ranks in demolitions, you can count yourself certified. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. So, uh, Nina, it's your call about whether the device has been disabled and whether or not we need to evacuate the building. Well, the explosive component has been disabled, however... There's that blood that's behaving very strangely inside, and that wasn't on the exams. That's an unknown. So I'm not confident saying this thing is completely disabled. Plus, the payload is much smaller than it should be, which leads me to think that maybe this is full of blood. So, we have, not, so we have not safely contained this device. Okay, guys, uh, we're going to have to go back a step here. You, Garrett, you need, we need to evacuate the floor. Gotcha. By the way, Cliff, that little device that he grabbed, yeah, could I get a quick look at it? Yeah, it's, it's a small remote. It's sort of a comlink locator. You know, for somebody who's just going to leave your comlink laying around and you press the button and your comlink pops up something in your AR. Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to make a mental note of that. Uh, all right. This is what I was, LT, this is what I suggest. We get down the hallway, we create a little bit of a staging area try to keep people together because we don't know exactly how many people were involved in this or what might be going on in some of these other rooms. We go through each one of the rooms by room, make sure they're all secure and they don't have any other surprises. And once we got everybody together, we all evac at the same time. So uh, does anybody have an ETA on the uh, medical team? Uh, the medical team will not enter the area until we have secured it from the, for the explosive. Is Hazmat on their way? Yeah, I put in the call. Should have done that first. <sighs> These branches, you kind of go down and see what you might want to do later, but then you miss a step earlier. That's bureaucracy for you. No, they've got this, you know, incident wizard that you have to follow. <laughs> Are you taking fire? Yes or no? No, they don't do that. We all get that. You know what you do when you're taking fire. You fire back. It's a little talking bullet. <laughs> you're like, automated response, press one. <laughs> We're evacuating and clearing the floor first. Uh, I'll okay, go stand you... in the staging area and, and get that coordinated. You had to recall there were three people who got off the elevator. There was the woman in hysterics you you found, who seemed to be gradually calming down, but generally in a bad state. The guy who was watching TV, who's now following along Officer Garrett. And there was another person, kind of a skinny dude with red hair. Dude with red hair? Is he still in the hallway, or did he go in a room, or what? Were these three people that came and went to the apartment while we were busy trying to deal with the scene? Yeah, they kind of got off to their own apartments. All right, Garrett, we've got one other. Billy Joe, where yeah. are you? I'm still jacked into this uh, rotor drone outside, just kind of keeping an eye on the perimeter. All right, can you run back through the feed, find out where that guy's apartment is? And I forgot which one it is, but check that for me. I'll hand, get these people moved out of the way. Roger that, LT. So I'll uh, rewind the footage I've got and see where that guy got out. 
Garrett, give that guy to me. I'll, I'll take him. Check the other doors, whatever uh, Billy Joe tells you. On it. All right, so here you start going around the different doors, and many of them are ajar and missing their persons, but there's one in particular that is closed and locked. What type uh, over, of rock are we looking at? Over the net, I do say, there is a bomb in the area. Uh, that just gives me all the warm and fuzzies. All right, I'm going to try the direct approach first with the locked door. I'm going to knock. All right, nobody responds. Staying, to the side. Staying off to the side. I'm going to try knocking again, just a little louder. Again, no response. Over the comm, LT, locked door. No one's answering. Request permission to uh, do it the hard way. Did and, you uh, Billy announce Joe, give me yourself, a perception Garrett? check. Uh, am I doing visual? Yes. Limited by your sensor rating. Okay. Let me look at my... Yeah, one, two, three, four hits. I think my sensor rating is kept at three. I'm checking. Okay, you definitely pick up on some movement for around the side of the building. Um... Did you want to investigate that? Absolutely. You sort of uh, buzz around and see that there is a uh, balcony window doorway that's been opened, and there is uh, someone who is rapidly scaling down the side of the building using a, uh, say a grapple gun. I will relay that to the LT and ask him if he would like me to uh, discourage him from uh, repelling down the building. This wouldn't happen to be the same apartment I'm trying to get into, would it? Uh, go, Garrett, go. Uh, Billy Joe, you're you're pretty sure that does correspond with the apartment uh, based on um, Officer Garrett's position. Will the drop be yeah. fatal when you cut when Garrett cuts the rope? Hard to say. It's not too terribly far up, but uh, even a ten foot drop is potentially fatal. I'll tell Garrett. Yeah, it uh, looks like it's the same room. He's coming off the balcony with rappelling down with a rope. Jam the door and cut that rope. Let him fall. We have a runner. Because I told him, Holt, in the name of the star. What kind of lock is this door? What's what that? Lock it, what kind of lock is on this door? And is it locked? Looks like a pretty basic mag lock, and yes, it's locked. Yeah, fair enough. Thought I'd check before I, you know, tried kicking it in. Anyway, I'm going to quickly eject one round from the shotgun portion of my Nissan, or my Optimum 2. I'm going to quickly load it with a standard slug round. That'll probably be my action for right now. You want initiative or anything like that? Nope. Go ahead. Okay. Click, click. Bye-bye door. Uh, I'm sorry. Bye-bye door lock. All right. So what's the demonstrating of the shotgun? Hello? Sorry. 11P. I'm sorry. 10P. Negative one armor penetration. All right. Uh, give me... Just go ahead and give me a firearms roll and uh, or a long arms roll and tell me uh, how many hits you get. Four. You take one shot and it blows a hole uh, where the lock used to be. The door kind of swings open. What are you doing? <laughs> Going in towards the balcony. All right, give me a perception check. I was about to say, as I'm entering, I'm sweeping my eyes left and right. He's out on the balcony, climbing down. I know that, but he's not saying he might not have left a surprise or two. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, perception test. I got three. All right, that's good enough. Just as you're about to enter the living room area, and you, you can see the balcony from where you're at, uh, you just happen to catch a glint of something and pause and see that there's a, a trip line across the entrance to the living room area. 
You follow the line of the trip line and see there is a fragmentation grenade about a meter and a half away from you. Um, bitch. Free action, text message to everyone, alerting them with of the uh, tripwire. Doing another quick sweep just to make sure there's not a secondary. Cliff, I'm taking aim actions at the uh, perp on the rope. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Officer Garrett, you uh, give me another perception check. Got four this time. All right, yep. You um, you don't see any other traps. However, you do see that there are a couple of pistols that are laying out on the coffee table. Looks like they're in partial dis- state of partial disassembly. All right. As long as I don't detect any more uh, possible booby traps, I'm heading over to the balcony. Weapon aimed, aimed down. Can I see the SOB? I mean the uh, <clears throat> suspect. <laughs> All right. And if I about this time... Uh, Billy Joe, you see that the uh, suspect has nearly reached uh, the uh, ground floor. Well, well, outside, you know, has nearly re- reached the ground outside. Okay, the timing's important here. So uh, I actually put into the net kind of the general call that uh, there's a fugitive fleeing the scene of, uh, uh, you know, where there's a big explosive, whatever you call it. That way, when they shoot him, that'll already have been out. You want me to subdue him by shooting him in the leg? Sorry, I'm double-checking this procedure. You know what to do. Yeah, okay. Uh, Cliff, I'm shooting him in the leg. If I recall correctly, this uh, Rotor Drone had equipped uh, an assault rifle. Is that correct? Didn't you get one with a heavy machine gun? Yeah, but this is one that I jumped into. This isn't ours. This is just a Lone Star one that was on patrol that I commandeered. Oh, I thought this was one that you sent off from HQ. This is our HMG one. Oh. Yeah, I remember last time we were worried about okay. uh, you know spare rounds going into other apartments. That's Billy Joe reminded me that uh, heavy machine gun rounds would probably go through the whole building and kill everybody. I don't want to kill this guy, right? So I just want to shoot him in the leg. I'm afraid I'll take his leg off with the HMG. And you can get another one. Okay. All right, so I guess um, anyone involved go to roll initiative. So by that, I mean, anybody who wants to can roll initiative. Uh, Cliff, is there any chance that I could get line of sight on him uh, looking out the windows of the apartment that I'm in? Uh, yeah, by going out, out to the balcony. Okay, then I'll roll initiative, too. All right, so Billy Joe, I guess you go first on 28. So I'm going to, for free action, I could say something, correct? Sure. So over the uh, speaker on the rotor drum, I'll say, Holt, and lo- name a lone star. You are under arrest. And then can I hold my uh, complex action? Sure. Uh, you can do that. So if he tries to make a getaway, or if he tries to make any sudden movements like he's pulling out a gun, then I'm going to shoot him. Okay. Uh, next we've got Officer Garrett. You say he's just about to touch ground? Yep. Looks like it. there are people down there. I don't know. Is he high enough to where if I were to, like, oh, I don't know, disengage the line, could he possibly, you know, all and you know, possibly injure himself to the point we may not have to shoot him. He might drop two or three meters. That could hurt. My only other option is to try to shoot him. Uh, I'll do the same. I'll put my weapon over the edge, point it at him, and I'll also yell, you know, freeze, lone start. All right, he goes, he drops the rest of the way to the ground, releases the grapple, and uh, looks up, and looks like you see him. Uh, Reach under his jacket and start drawing out an object. Shooting him. Holding. 
All right, Billy Joe, what kind of shot are you taking? I'm doing a single called shot. To uh, Is he reaching his left hand into his jacket or his right hand into his jacket? Right hand. So I'm going to shoot him into his right shoulder to hopefully disable that arm. That sound good? Does that sound possible? Uh, do we have single shot mode? <clears throat> I think you just have full auto. Uh, you know, I think... <laughs> So I, I think, think the least right. amount of bullets you can do is six rounds. Yep, yeah, that heavy machine guns only have full auto as a mode, so six round is the shortest burst you can do. Give him a six pack. It's going to kill him. Should I just shoot the ground in front of him, or should I shoot him? You're the one shooting. We have time to discuss things with the committee. You're right. I said I was shooting him. I'm shooting him. You're doing a called shot to the right shoulder? Called shot the right shoulder, six round burst. So a called shot is minus, what, four dice or something? Well, cold shot to the right shoulder might be different. Okay. I'm bringing up run and gun here. What you need is a bin of stick and shock in one uh, barrel. <laughs> and a bin of, All right, uh, so a shoulder shot is um, minus six to your dice pool. The, okay. the DV limit is three. Do you want to do that, or do you just want to do a cold shot for extra damage or something else? Uh, I want to disable his arm so he can't reach for whatever he's reaching for. Oh, uh, that would probably do the trick if you hit. Okay. So I'm rolling my nine dice, because I'm on a six, you said, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got one, two, I got three hits. All right, you get uh, one net hit, so you can pick one of the potential effects. I'm assuming the effect would be one-arm bandit, so they're not able to use the uh, that arm for a number of combat turns equal to the DV of the attack. Super duper. All right, you do base damage. What's the damage? The base damage for the HMG is, uh, let me look. Of course, I don't have the paper in front of me. Okay, I'm getting out my run and gun. Okay, that was Ultramax HMG2. It's 11P. Okay, yep. Looks like you uh, hit his shoulder a couple times, and he jerks his arm out, and uh, he actually glitched, even though he got some hits. So he uh, jerks his arm out, and a submachine gun that he was about to pull out goes flying. Clatters across the ground. So I yell out, gun. gun! Hell, you yell out, gun. I yell out, gun. Is he still up and kicking? Uh, yeah, he's still standing. I'm going to, one more time, on the ground or I finish the job. All right, are you trying to use your action to intimidate? Yep. Okay, make a roll. You can add plus two because he was just shot. Hopefully, hopefully. Got him at four. Okay, uh, with his left hand, he flips you off. Oh, this guy's, oh, yeah. All right, so yeah, it's his turn. He was interrupted. He uh, lost his gun. He flips you off. He um, he's about done. So uh, Voss, what are you doing? I'm going to be walking over to the uh, the balcony, casting magic fingers at force five. Okay, roll your dice. And uh, I think I need to do it recklessly because I want to do something once I cast it as well. So we've got three hits, and. Uh, I would like to uh, to pick up his uh, submachine gun with my final simple action. Okay, yep, that's easy enough to do. And uh, I'd like to be holding it a couple meters off the ground so he can't, you know, readily just grab it back from me. Okay. okay. A couple of meters above him, that is. And no drain. All right, so second pass, Billy Joe, what you doing? Uh, <clears throat> I'll shoot him in the other shoulder. All right, so again, minus uh, six minus two six. dice pool. Are you going to uh, aim first? Yes, I want to take an aim action. 
So we'll stop the progressive recoil. Okay, one, two, three, four hits. Yeah, it looks like you clip him in the other shoulder and his other arm drops down. He's no longer defiantly flipping off Officer Garrett. <laughs> On the ground, now! I don't think he's going to have and, much uh, of a choice. Uh, Garrett, it's your turn. Well, I still got the non-lethal rounds in the shotgun. It's going to be a bit of a going to be a bit of a long. Yeah, it's going to be a difficult shot, but I think I can do it. Yeah, I'm going to hit him with the uh, shotgun portion of my weapon. All right, take your shot. He's about 25 meters away. Okay. Total of four. All right, you get two net hits. What's the damage in AP? It's going to be 12 AP. No armor penetration. All right, you nail him pretty good, and he drops to the ground. Looks like he's out for the moment. Flip me the bird, will ya? You're going to check to see if he's got a license for that bird. <laughs> All right, and about this time, you see some uh, vehicles are pulling up. Official Lone Star vehicles. And uh, the uh, crime scene investigators are here, as well as the uh, the uh, hazmat crew. Send a quick message to the uniforms uh, pulling up. Secure the guy down uh, on the ground. I'll hand off the uh, gun to whoever's uh, taking charge of that. Yeah, they seem a bit wary of the gun that's floating towards them, but eventually they pick it up after you communicate to them what, what you're doing. And uh, I'll do my best to uh, facilitate the uh, the hazmat team getting up to uh, to help me out here. All right. Well, the next few hours go by in a blur as they secure the scene, uh, sterilize any... Uh, Potential uh, threats that are on Voss and anyone else who might have walked in the room. By the way, didn't anyone with Cyberware happen to walk in the room and do stuff? Besides Garrett, who took some uh, precautions. I never went in. I don't have Cyberware. I did not go in either. All right, well, they, they pay a lot of attention to Nina as well. I'm checking things over and sterilizing you. And, uh, yeah, the uh, like I said, the next few hours go by in a blur as they uh, take... Start setting up the, the crime scene, start investigating the location, and uh, take pictures of this missile head and begin uh, the process of taking the evidence into account. Before they even encounter it, I make absolutely certain that they're aware of the uh, um, traveling nature of the blood in the area. Yeah, you, you, you definitely uh, communicate that to them, and they, they keep their distance. Essentially cordon off an area around it, set up sensors around it before doing anything about, you know, before before doing much of anything in the room. Uh, but Nina, give me another perception check. Three hits. You do happen to notice as they're setting things up, there are some blood smears, rather fresher ones from when um, Voss was assaulted, that seem to be in a different location than they were before. They're closer to the people in hazmat suits that are entering the room. I point them out. Careful of that. They're moving. All right, give me an etiquette or negotiation test. Zero hits. Uh, they, they sort of wave you off. I'm going to keep an eye on them. You got this. The, uh, okay. the blood, that is. Yeah, it looks like the blood is sort of slowly moving towards any people in the area. But it's not moving towards me? No, I mean, you're sort of outside of the room looking in. You see them working inside the room. They're wearing, like, full hazmat gear. But you can see that the, uh, the blood is gradually, slowly moving towards them as they work. I'm not going to let them keep working and have those things getting close. I'm going okay, to yeah, alert them. Getting, at, like, I don't even care if they think I'm a nut job, but... Hey, look at that. Yeah, it kind of just kind of waves you off. We got dumb, this. Dumb fuck. 
look, I, I'll get to the point of like pissing them off with my unprofessional behavior. Okay. They, uh, one of them turns and says, you listen here, we're, we're trained in handling dangerous crime scenes. You back off before you contaminate the location. Open your eyes. You can see eyes. that it's like about two inches away from his boot. Look at the floor. He looks down at the floor. It's a floor. Look at the blood. That wasn't there when I first told you about it. Dumbass. No, there, there's blood splatters on the floor. We're taking pictures. Don't worry. We know how to do our jobs. It's almost touching his boot now. LT, I say overcome. Smack him. Yes, Nina. The hazmat team are not listening to my warnings about the blood on the floor. And uh, they don't seem to be taking my, my warnings seriously. I'm about ready to kick him out of the way. Hold on, I'll be right there. Cliff, am I still in the room? Uh, at this point, you've, you've been ushered out of the room. Okay. It, but you're near. I'll be All making right. a nuisance of myself about, you know, how I got the blood in my mouth, and, oh, it's disgusting. And you sure this is, uh, these are the right antivirals? No. Hey, can anybody play back the last couple seconds, last 30 seconds or so of the crime scene? Sure, LT. Yeah, Nina says the blood's moving again. I, I'm I'm gonna go look. All right, plan it back. Sending you a link in your uh, VR or AR, I, excuse me. I swear back I from? did the active biohazard step. <laughs> so do I get there before the blood eats this guy? All right, you 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 kind of get there and you see that the uh, blood is actually on this guy's boot as he's sort of turning back to his work. <sighs> I'll just point at him and say, you have just contaminated your own damn crime scene, or the blood's moving. He uh, turns back towards you. Uh, give me an etiquette or a uh, negotiation test. What's with this negotiation? You talk pretty one day. I have two hits on etiquette, and it is not a critical glitch, because I only got five ones. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he sort of stops and, and looks over at you and looks down and takes a step back and... Uh, yeah, notices there's blood on his boot, and uh, they start uh, moving rather quickly. He uh, moves back and takes the boot, removes the boot off of his shoe, and uh, there's another person who's bringing over a box, and they put the boot into the box. Do I have that playback yet? Uh, you've got the playback now. All right. Take, watch this. Billy Joe, show him. Showing him. All right, give me a computer test. Who? Me? Yeah, you're the one doing the computer stuff. That's why I'm not doing it. <clears throat> you can make it computer plus logic. Good, because I'll be defaulting to logic. What kind of rigor okay. are you? <laughs> I'm a smart one with no computers. One, two, three hits. Okay, yeah, but you managed to find the thing and, and play it back without accidentally deleting it or showing some random YouTube video. See, the blood moves. Yeah, they, um... They start to uh, regard the blood more carefully now and uh, are, are taking pains to avoid further contamination from the blood that's lying around the room. I walk away shaking my head. Thank you, LT. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Maxwell, you're being chucked over by uh, someone in a hazmat suit and they're cleaning things up and taking care of you. Uh, they check you over, they give you broad-spectrum antivirals, antibiotics, yeah, I'm I'm probably ranting on about uh, you know ghouls and infection and uh, HMVV and uh, are you sure this is going to cover it and uh, you know I'm pointing out where I you know dropped medical supplies when I was cleaning myself off in the hallway that kind of thing. Give me an edge test. That's always a good a good suggestion. <laughs> That's always One a hit. good question. 
Sorry, what's that? One hit. Yeah, that person says, well, I didn't see any ghouls, but uh, there's a pretty good chance if, you, if the HMHV is, uh, has contaminated you that you're probably going to be infected and turn into a ghoul. Oh. But don't worry. Uh, the the person who attempted assault you look like a ghoul? Hey, stop that. Stop that. You don't need to spread the contamination around. You don't want to turn me into a ghoul, do you? Oh, sorry, no. Uh... Misery loves company. But overall, you know, the person who takes care of you is competent, but has a horrible bedside manner. It's pretty frank about things. Uh, well, yeah, if, if this happens to be this particular strain uh, of this virus, there's probably nothing you can do. Just keep it out for any signs. Of, basically gives you a laundry list of various different symptoms to look out for, uh, in which case they, if they show up, you're probably screwed. Seems to be a, uh, a, a bio-warfare uh, nerd that uh, <laughs> has, has no actual uh, bedside manner whatsoever. Headache, huh? Light sensitivity? Huh. Is it bright in here? I don't know. It's fairly bright. Does that seem unusually bright to you? I don't know. It feels kind of bright. I don't know. Um... <laughs> well, not good, not good. Well, keep an eye on that and just uh, let us know if anything else happens, of course. If it gets to the point of the light sensitivity being painful, you're probably screwed already. Alright, so Tony, you get a uh, com call. It's chirping. You can see this coming from uh, Maddie. Ma'am? What the druck is going on down there? Well, it looks like there was a major incident with some of the evidence we had with the, the weapons we've been trying to track down from the gangs. Weapons from the gangs? You called in a CSI and a hazmat control unit. Yeah, look, watch this. And I send a clip of the like the blood moving. Uh, what the drug am I looking at here? Oh. What the frag? What is that? I have no idea, but when blood starts moving around by itself, I uh, have to call in the experts. Oh, frag. I want you and your whole team submit to uh, decon. Yes, ma'am. Get all this data to the uh, the decon teams and... uh, It's not fun. And uh, get yourselves over to decon. I don't know what this has to do with your case or how this happened, but I want to report ASAP. Yes, ma'am. She uh, hangs up. She's so much nicer after a bottle of wine. Take your word for it, LT. No, a nice, you know, bottle of cool, uh, chilled white. Some one of those sweet stuff they get from uh, South Africa. I think everybody's nicer after a bottle of chilled white. No, some people I know, it's really <laughs> bad. <laughs> I know some guys like to just chew through the bottle of wine. Wow. Right, and uh, then your your com call chirps again. It's a uh, it's unknown number. I answer it. Hey, haven't heard from you in a while, cousin. Oh. You recognize the voice of uh, Fenton. Yes, Fenton. Sorry, I've been busy. I didn't see you yes. at my uh, sister's party the other week, though. You must have heard you were out of town on that vacation in Europe. Yes, well, we do need to get out of town for a ton of time, but... uh. Yeah, didn't he see you at the uh, family dinner last week either? Oh, I was on assignment. They're working me hard. I'm supposed to be in charge of this unit. I had to take some classes. Right, right. Well, you missed some excellent spaghetti. The meatballs, I tell you. Yeah, whatever the case, uh, uh, where, you, where are you at right now? I'd like to send a car for you. We need to have a, a bit of a face-to-face, heart-to-heart. Well, I'm in a decontamination chamber, all naked, being scrubbed down with chemicals and brushes by a team of people in bright yellow suits. 
<laughs> My goodness, you do get more and more creative as time goes on. Uh, come on, come on. We need we need to have a talk, and soon. It's uh, it's important. Right now. Uh, well, there's no time like the present. It's a good thing I don't need to sleep. Right. Well, as soon as you're done with your shower, you are coming out of there. Uh, what? Where are you located? Like I said, I'll send you a car. Uh, I, I'm at this address. Um, it's a major crime scene, so you might want to not quite come on, come by. Hey, you know, I'll tell you what. Um, maybe I should give you a bit of space for a bit to handle whatever you're into. Um, I'm going to make it a couple hours. All right. Uh, where do you want me to go? I can send a car for you. All right. I'll let you know where I am in a couple hours. All right. Fair enough. Don't be a stranger. Uh, we can't. Bye, Fenton. Talk to you soon. All right. So, uh, again, as time goes on here, you're all checked over and essentially given various different hazmat-type suits to dress up in and all actually uh, ushered into a uh, one particular van taken back to HQ and brought into, not the holding cells, but it's a decon area, which is not all that much different. Actually, it's more boring than the holding cells that the criminals get put into. We all get naked with each other. You get a hose down and special showers and chemical solutions and scan thoroughly. Everything's lit with a blue glow and we all have to rub chemicals on each other. Oh, I'm sorry, that was Enterprise, wasn't it? Yeah, we're not doing Enterprise here. You don't have to rub each other down with a special That was the most amazing episode. (laughs) You mean episode? You mean episodes? Like 20 of them? (laughs) Something like every other episode. (laughs) That that was fan service. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe the show actually got better and took itself seriously. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, after after enough episodes of that, I was like, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on. So, essentially, you guys spend the next uh, 24 hours in uh, decon as you're being watched over. 24 hours. <laughs> That's a long time. I contact Fenton. Apparently, I got another 22 hours to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me an etiquette test. I got four hits. All right. All right. It sounds like it is out of your control, so... We need to get together sooner rather than later, though. Things are heating up on the streets, and uh, we got some things to talk about. Call me as soon as you're able to get out. Uh, 21 hours and 59 minutes. So again, well, in uh, Decon, uh, you guys had to take special showers, and then uh, you've given your own little funky outfits, and you have a, uh, a sort of a sweet version of a jail cell, where you each have your own chambers. There's a central one where people come in and uh, take tests and scans and things, drop off food. You're able to talk to each other and kind of hang out, but you can't leave your particular cell. All right, team, let's get this report written. I really need some help with this. That could help. All right, why don't we all, what do we need to do, Maxwell? This major incident report in Wizard, I thought it would record and do everything as you go, but now I have to write a report afterwards explaining what we did at the beginning. So it seems like a lot of work when somebody could just do it. Or I think it's like a summary or something, but they call it a precie. Why is it that? Well, you just need to use the uh, the export report into precie function over here. Uh, did, you, did you hit it? Uh, you know, the green button? I hit it like three times. 
Oh, well, there's your problem. <laughs> Can we do a teamwork test on this? <laughs> sure. You can take an edge back, too. That was hilarious. Both of you. i got to start spending edge more. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you assist me on police procedures? So are we all assisting on police procedures? Yeah, we're all stuck here, so you're all helping. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, I'm going to go down to the bar. I'll, I'll see you guys when you get out. Yeah, right. No, he actually never got to the scene. I was no. never at the scene. Yep, you? he's not actually in decon. <laughs> you are a the, punk. You are the drone back, reloading, check into the uh, option to see if there's a way to jerry-rig a second drum on there for, like, stick and shock or something. Gel rounds. <laughs> Gel rounds would work, too. Two hits to assist. Uh, in between pull-ups. Uh, you're going to get, I got seven hits to assist. Because I use edge. <laughs> Gotta get to use one Damn. edge. <laughs> right, now I'll say as far as the uh, the weapons loading mechanisms and the having a weapons out there, uh, Billy, um, you can load different types of ammo and switch between different loads with a uh, simple action. Next time I'm just going to let you do nice. this paperwork yourself. I got five hits. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I, well... Tony's not really good with this paperwork and procedure stuff. All right, yeah, you get the report written while you guys are hanging out in Decon. The food is actually pretty good. You have access to uh, Trid, and uh, that's you know kind of boring, but not you know you're not in prison by any means. You're just isolated and being monitored. And uh, Maxwell, you see the uh, person who had uh, come and treated you uh, come walking in, uh, wearing her hazmat suit. So, uh, how is the light sensitivity doing? Uh, it seems okay for now, I think. It was, it was kind of bright outside, but I, I don't know. I mean, maybe says, the clouds uh, are just thinning? What about this? And she holds out a flashback and turns it on. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Do you have any sort of flare comp? I don't think so. No. Alright, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's not very enjoyable. And she uh, turns it back off after a couple moments. Hmm, not a good sign. How about uh, cold sweats? Any cold sweats? Not yet, no. Oh, it is kind of chilly in here. Do you have the urge to uh, assault me and eat my flesh? I Not do. I have to get that flashback. <laughs> so, what, what did you say? I said, "Not and eat your flesh." Hmm. Well, uh, I'd say it seems fairly good. The photosensitivity does seem a bit. Uh, Disturbing, however, the uh, it's not conclusive in and of itself. We'll be closely monitoring you. All right, and uh, yep, time goes by. Uh, the 24 hours passes, and you guys are uh, checked over, and you've got your report all done. It's uh, November 5th now, about quarter after 7 p.m. when you're released from Decon. I get into the air-conditioned uh, white stretch limo that's waiting for me. <laughs> yeah, we start making our way out of the building, but uh, waiting for you just outside of Decon is the captain. As long as she doesn't think the limo's for her. <laughs> yes, captain? Come with me to my office. We need to talk. All of you. I tell the limo to wait. <sighs> go to her office. You uh, head down the hall and get in the elevator, go up, her go up, go up to her floor, head to her office, head on in. And uh, you find uh, that actually waiting there as well is Billy Joe, who's been called to the office. Hey, guys. Hey, Billy Joe. 
How was your lager? Super refreshing. Thank you. I elbow you. <laughs> Bastard. And uh, uh, Captain Madison goes and sits back behind her desk and uh, kind of hangs her head down and holds it for a moment and lets out a big long sigh. All right, I read your report. What I want to know is why Michaels wasn't informed that he was handling a biohazard. Oh, he was informed that there was uh, blood in the uh, in the missile, I believe. Who's who's Michaels again? I believe he was the uh, um, bomb disposal expert. That yep. um, that I'm blanking up, on the guy's uh, name. He's the one that uh, never came back to work, and we were sent after to investigate. And he's the one yeah. who stayed up when we went into the room and smeared his right. blood and spittle all over right. the boss. Uh, I didn't know it was a... I didn't know. It looked like a missile to me. We are just trying to track it down. He's the one who stole it and left with it. I think it's a question he would have to answer. Out of character, I don't even remember what we knew about this thing before he went into it. I found discovered that there was uh, blood inside it. And what, What's the name of the NPC that was helping us out with uh, office work? Oh, uh, Buckner? Buckner, that's it. Yeah, I uh, I asked uh, for Buckner to uh, to have the uh, bomb squad check into it because uh, I didn't feel capable of uh, disassembling a, a missile, and uh, I thought that uh, ordnance disposal would do a better job of uh, of uh, retrieving the uh, the evidence inside. He uh, right. Buckner arranged for uh, for this. Uh, uh, person he knew within the uh, ordnance disposal uh, team uh, to handle it and uh, I can only assume that uh, he was exposed uh, during the other uh, course of his investigation uh, give me an etiquette test no hits uh, I'm gonna edge that might as well okay one hit right, she hears you out gradually turning more and more red as you as you speak <laughs> exposed to what? Gather the intel, send it forward. I'm getting nothing from the higher-ups at all whatsoever. No information being completely stonewalled. I need to know what you know. It's some sort of biological hazard. But why are you okay? Why have you been cleared? Uh, Hazmat reports that you are covered with this guy's blood. You should have been thoroughly contaminated. Well, after 24 hours in decon with him, I'm willing to put him down. Shut up! She says to you, this is a real shitstorm you've landed on my desk. Look, Maddie, I'm really sorry. This is my fault. We were trying to save a little bit of the budget using uh, our own contacts to do a, a little uh, investigation. We really don't know anything about it. Uh, we're following these leads that we have, but clearly there's some mysterious things going on, and uh, we need to dig into it. Right. Mysterious things. Well, it involves magical blood, so you know what that means. You think the Azzies are behind this? I don't know, but they're the ones always with this magical blood stuff that they do. Well, they are the boogeyman of choice, and I certainly wouldn't put it past them, but I want some evidence, one way or another, and I want whoever's responsible for this taken down. Uh, what happened to the prisoner? Maybe we can interrogate him a little bit. There are a number of prisoners, and they've all been taken into custody by, well, the higher-ups in Ares. They're out of our hands now. Oh, great. They no info is coming back. So this all comes back to the weapons suppliers, right? Yeah. That's right. Now, uh, I should let you know that 
a few hours ago, I did send a uh, raiding team down to the South Dallas to deal with any uh, potential hostile gangers. Maybe they'll, they'll turn something up for you. I'll keep you apprised if they come up with any leads. Yes, ma'am. And uh, yeah, all of you, you're dismissed. Go, go get some rest. Get some sleep. Whatever. Just um, I don't know what the frag to say. Yes, ma'am. At least you know what to say. Now go on, get out. I want to go get some rest too. It's been a long twenty-four hours. I get out as ordered. I go get my limo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first world problems. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, Tony, yep, there's, there's a limo waiting for you nearby. <laughs> it uh, pulls up, you see, uh, in, as you get in the limo, uh, you see uh, Fenton's actually in the limo, uh, and there's, you recognize three other uh, heavily tattooed tough guys. I uh, nod and get in, and then uh, I open the bar, start looking, there must be some tequila in here. Oh, yes, there's definitely definitely tequila in there. I pour some for everybody in the limo. <laughs> so, you've uh, seemed to have kept us waiting. Yes. You know, it's like I'm a prisoner in there. Yes, well, uh, I suppose if you uh, get in bed with a certain type of people... She was really nice in bed. She? Uh, never mind, Fenton. All right. Uh, are we going to talk business here, or are we going to go somewhere? The uh, limo's pu- pulling away, driving, uh, pulls onto the highway... I suppose we can uh, do business here. So, uh, would you like to get a bite to eat? Certainly. All right, so we'll, we'll go out to eat, catch up some. some. Let's uh, take care of the business first. So uh, from what I understand, you have been uh, selected to lead a task force to deal with the influx of weapons into Dallas-Fort Worth. Yes, I am. I can tell you for certain that you need not look towards the Chavez family for this, for the solution. Uh, I already figured that out, because whoever's doing this is really crazy. It's understood, and, well, from what we can tell, uh, we can reasonably assert that the Yakuza is not responsible either. We're not certain about the as-technology influence, however. That seems more likely. It does, but it also seems too likely. So we've been doing our own efforts to gather evidence. I'm afraid we haven't come up with much. However, there are some uh, unaffiliated smuggling groups that have been moving weapons across the area. Here, uh, here are some of them, and he uh, presents uh, presents some uh, AR images. And you recognize a couple of the uh, the photographs. One of them being the brute, and one of them being that uh, really fat dude from the uh, Mexican restaurant. The Tex-Mex restaurant. Uh, these are known as the Brute and uh, Taco. So, okay. They've done business with us from time to time, uh, moving things from one place to another. Uh, you know, normal business. Yes. But they are uh, unaffiliated regarding organizations and gangs. Well, explains uh, some things. I think they're probably your most likely lead. That said, uh, I believe, well, we've uh, we've had a few tales on them, and they seem to be uh, rather active within the last several days, and they seem to have gotten some additional shipments in from wherever they wherever it is they're being supplied from. They haven't moved these locate. Yeah, they haven't moved their whatever it is that has been shipped yet. Uh, though 
We expect them to any moment now, so whatever action it is you're looking to prevent, it's probably going to be occurring soon. Okay. I can, I can get you a location of a stockpile, if you like. Well, you haven't really told me anything that I didn't know already. Uh, I assume that uh, the sooner I take care of this, uh, the less heat there is on uh, you generally. Yes, that's true. And, well, if you had the location of this stockpile, I'm assuming, I'm assuming you w would have dealt with it by now. Uh, we have a lead, but obviously being certain is much better than uh, not knowing for sure. So would you like the information? <sighs> yes, Fenton. I would like the information. Uh, do you remember uh, Julie Calypso? We, uh, Played together from time to time as children. She's been in prison the last six years, and she's being transferred to a different location. Uh, I've got the information as far as the date and time. We would like her to be lost in transit. She's a uh, paid her debt to society, no? All right, let me look into this. I'm a little bit new to this paperwork stuff and what goes on, so uh, I'll do what I can. All right. Well, when she's free and clear, I'll forward you the address of the stockpile. Okay. Now, uh, are you in the mood for uh, Italian, Tex-Mex, sushi? Uh, well, well, I don't know. I think a hamburger. Ah, uh, it's been ages since I've had a good burger. You go off and catch up and have a burger. What are the rest of you doing? Drinking. We're drinking tequila at a bar. Or yeah. some of us are just there physically while we're plugged into a drone following the white limo <laughs> that's got LT in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, check the uh, chat window below. I'm pretty much telling what, what we're doing. Yeah, I believe we're decorating uh, a certain someone with a, uh, a boa and a uh, sombrero. We're going to place... <laughs> Don't forget gonna... the goofy sunglasses. We're going to place with the 50 Nguyen uh, cheeseburgers and the 40 Nguyen uh, milkshakes. And we're going to a place with the uh, 5 Nguyen tequila shots. <laughs> 5 Nguyen? That's fancy spending. <laughs> right. All right, team. We have uh, somebody in uh, the system that can get us information. They're in our system for certain crimes, whatever. Um, but based on information that we receive from them, we will want to get them released. How do I do that? That's called mm, making a deal, right? Don't we just go to the captain and say, hey, we need this person because they have information yeah, for us on this case. Yeah, we can get them assigned as a, a CI and uh, fill out the paperwork for them. Yeah, yeah, that's it. If you want to make them into a CI... Depending on what we're charging them with, we might be able to uh, get a DA involved to help us back it up by saying, hey, we can hit you up with all these different things. But uh, my DA friend here will knock it down to this and a probation thing if you do something for us. Um, just, just, just a whim, but I think this is a connected person and they're not going to talk to us. We're just trying to get them out so we get the information we need. So they're not going to actually be a... A CI. Am I, am I wrong in that, uh, LT? Well, if they're not going to be a CI, we're not going to be able to cut them loose. Right, so we got to say we're going to make them a CI so we can cut them loose. Well, they've got to be a CI, otherwise what's the point? 
hey, it's a CI that was a CI that went rogue. Well, I understand there'll be these fuzzy bits, but we want well, yeah, to make sure go there's, no point there's a basic the procedure we can follow to allow for this. If there's an official way to do this, I'd like to do that. Right, uh, uh, give uh, me a memory test, uh, Tony. Maybe we could do like a police procedures role and uh, go from there. I'd step away for a few oh. minutes. So is this someone we have in custody or not? Or is this might be someone of uh, questionable integrity that uh, our esteemed LT might uh, be aware of? Oh, they're probably like six years into a life sentence, the way this works. Uh, I have Still three hits on a memory test. Uh, yeah, you do remember that she was convicted on three counts of second-degree murder. Oh, I'm going to pull the record. I can pull the They can pull the record. I'll give them the name. This is the person we got to get out. Yeah, about uh, six and a half years ago, she was involved in a uh, shootout with uh, private security contractors, and uh, she killed three of them before she was subdued by a rather large amount of stick-and-shock ammunition. She was a crazy girl. She never talked, never made a deal, so yeah, she's serving um, uh, more years than uh, she's likely to live in a uh, prison sentence. Hey, Cliff, um, would you mind taking a look at uh, My Country, Right or Wrong, uh, page 17 of the Assassin's Primer, and uh, give me an idea of what kind of threshold I'd need to, uh, to beat to uh, bend the rules of Lone Star with this sort of thing? Remember, I am asking for the official procedures. I think we need to roll police procedures and see if we come up with something. Yeah, I, I'm more than happy to uh, to give you you know official real ways to do it, but uh, you know it, it's been brought to my attention that this might not be an official real thing going on here. Okay, I'm rolling to assist the LT. Yeah, and uh, uh, I guess um, Max will make a charisma plus willpower check. Yep, I got one hit. Yeah, this feels really off to you, like. This person has been convicted of murder. They killed security personnel in uh, the process of a crime. Yeah, they weren't Lone Star, so they weren't you know cops so much directly, but close enough where it really rankles you, and you are uh, you are definitely not in favor of seeing this person walk. Okay, I'm going to uh, to make my police procedures roll and not assisting the LT. I'm going to be doing what I can to uh, to put a uh, quietly put an extra watch on the the file of this person to make sure that uh, she doesn't go missing. Okay, I got zero hits on the police procedures roll, so I have. It looks like uh, I have no clue how to officially get this done. Yeah, it would take like. I don't know, like the president of the CAS pardoning her to get her out of prison through normal legal channels. No, no, just the governor of Texas. He's higher ranking. Yeah, maybe the governor of Texas, but either way, you're, you know, you have to get like somebody super high ranking that is, you know, not likely to even give you the opportunity for an appointment in order to uh, get this person um, out of her sentence. I got two hits on my roll, Cliff. She ain't going free on my watch. All right, so, uh, and Maxwell, you, you sort of put out a, a thing to sort of warn, hey, this is a high-value target, and uh, you know, when she is uh, transferred, she should have additional personnel watching her. This cheeseburger is awesome. But yeah, the long and the short of it is that you realize there's probably no legal way to have this person walk away. And that's yeah, really not what your cousin was asking you for, is to come up with a legal solution. 
That's okay. I wanted to check if there was a way to do that first. Okay, I believe we were in the middle of uh, getting Officer Garrett's uh, insert, ins get him connected with the smuggling group, uh, who has become especially important to get in contact with. They're probably too busy now to go whatever hunting they were doing, because they're working. Alright, so yeah, the uh, the dinner goes on for a little while. Um, most of you who are drinking get a fair amount of alcohol in your system, and um, are you guys doing anything else the rest of the night? I'm going to be uh, downloading some uh, freebie portrait drawing software from uh, The Matrix. Uh, I'm planning on raising my artisan skill at some point. Okay. All right. So what are the actual details on uh, Julie Calypso's transfer? Well, the details you have from your cousin are that she is at a currently in a high-security facility being moved to a medium-security facility. Uh, the high security facility is in Fort Worth. The medium security facility is north of Dallas. And the transfer is supposed to occur sometime within the next three days. That's how much information he has. Hello? Is it bright in here? <laughs> no, it's a very dark bar. It's yeah, pretty bright. And you do see there is a vending machine not too far away. Dun, dun, dun. So, what's next on the agenda? I thought Garrett was going to go uh, ghoul hunting. Well, I could still do that. I don't want to go ghoul hunting. Have a few more drinks. You'll want to come. <laughs> okay. Remember, no good, a good story usually starts with, well, as soon as we got out of the bar. <laughs> I prod Billy Joe. You awake yet? I'm here. There you are. Now you can drink of your own volition. Yeah. Hey, cool hat. <laughs> Hey, thanks for the boa. <laughs> uh, darn it, I guess I'm going to have to put this marker away now. <laughs> I'm so proud of my baby brother being able to hold a shot glass on his own. There goes a time in every man's life. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Alright, so about this time, uh, those, you know, you're, uh, Tony, you're finishing up your burger, and uh, the rest of you are over at the bar knocking back a few drinks. Yeah, I'm not going to go for the hard stuff. Maybe just a beer. Yeah, you all receive a... Uh, I'm not sure what the code would be, but a, a message, a recall to base uh, code. All at once, all in your comlinks. Sort of it's kind of a Lone Star all-hands-on-deck message, the likes of which you haven't seen since, well, when a whole bunch of gangers attacked City Hall and a bunch of areas around town. Except for uh, this is a recall to uh, the HQ. Ah, frag. Some bitch. Damn it. I guess I'll quick settle my tab, stand up, and uh, meander towards the door. <laughs> meander? I'm already written motion. <laughs> yeah, pay for me and my brother, because he wasn't here to approve most of what I put down his throat. I only had one shot. Man, that's really good liquor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good place. Come on. All right. Let's head out. All right, what are you guys doing? Heading back to HQ. Yeah, I kind of got the impression this bar was a uh, stumbling distance from work. Yep. Yeah, not too far away. Yeah, it's probably a cop, local cop bar. It's called the Protect and Serve. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on the serve. Yeah, exactly. Because who better to protect your bar than a bunch of cops who are always hanging out there? Yep, and uh, Tony, what are you doing? 
Hello? Uh, I get a... Well, actually, I don't get a baggie. That would just make people upset. Uh, I give, offer my apologies and report for duty. We've been recalled. All right, your uh, cousin wishes you uh, best of luck to whatever it is you're doing, and uh, as well, uh, yeah, good luck with your case, and let me know when uh, things uh, open up, and we'll send you the information. Yeah, and don't forget to uh, tell me uh, what the two girls want for their birthday. I have a lot of trouble picking out uh, what color princess they want to have each year. <laughs> yes, well, uh, I'll let you know as soon as, as soon as I figure it out. Well, can the limo drop me off, or should I catch a cab? Oh, sure. Uh, you can uh, get the limo. The limo will take you down there. I'll get the limo back. All right, so who's arriving in what? On foot. Ditto. Ditto. What? All right, so it takes you a few minutes to arrive on foot. Uh, so you're getting there about the same time as uh, Tony's limo is pulling up. And you're at the Lone Star HQ. You see uh, there's a few number of cop cars that are pulling up, and uh, some of them are just, just turning off their lights and sirens as they're getting nearby and, and pulling into the uh, parking lot. The parking garage, rather. So you want the first or last to arrive? Well, if this is a recall order, we're probably getting uh, individual orders where to report, you know. So, what, like, are some of us being sent to, like, the tactical briefing room? Some of us being sent down to, you know, the armory or, you know, whatever. So. Yeah, it's kind of odd. There's no real specifics other than just return to HQ. Well, I call Maddie. Right. Uh, Maddie uh, does not answer her comm. Goes to her voicemail. What are the uniforms that's, wa- that's uh, pulling up? I'm going to kind of get his att- get their attention and say, hey. You get it? Where where are you supposed to re- report that? We ain't got nothing. Yeah, pull some soap. Yeah, I don't, I don't have direct either. Not sure. Just got off my shift 15 minutes ago. What the frag? Is there some kind of command? What's on the... There's just this general recall notice. There's no... Uh, all right. Who's the highest person, highest ranking person I can reach? Yeah, who's the, who's the sergeant on duty? Or who's the duty sergeant or the duty lieutenant? Uh, there is uh, the duty lieutenant Rodriguez. Contact lieutenant Rodriguez. Okay, you contact the lieutenant, uh, and he doesn't enter his comm either. LT, I start... I'm not just getting paranoid, but something doesn't seem quite right here. Firing up on my drones. Where would that missile have been taken? I'm Probably gonna... somewhere in the building. I start working my way down the command list. So I get somebody can answer, and I better not end up answering myself. <laughs> well, at some point you get to yourself and sort of pass over that, and you're getting your, your task members' com numbers. Boy. Shit. Where's everybody that's actually here, even though they haven't gotten any orders exactly where to assemble, where's everybody get, seem to be gathering at? Garrett. Looks like, yeah. looks like a number of police cars are heading into the uh, parking garage. What was that, LT? Garrett, start assembling everybody you can in the common area. Let me know where they where they are. Where? Let's start. To, we're going to start checking the facility. I cannot contact anybody. We're incommunicado. Copy that. I'm going to make a quick side trip to uh, my personal vehicle to get my toys. Um, there must be other Lone Star facilities, right? Well, sure. There's various different uh, sort of police stations. 
across the city in the Metroplex. This is the main HQ. Yeah, there's other sub. Got to be other substations. Say, so, Billy Joe, uh, get activate everything you can. Get eyes up in in the area. Nina, you yep. want to run a check of the various substations and check their status. Just call into the sergeant of the watch or whatever. Yes, sir. Maxwell, can you scout out or check anything or see anything that's happening in the building uh, sure. from your uh, keep expertise? An eye on my body. All right. I'm going to, uh, I guess, uh, find a comfy chair to lay back in and uh, go astral. All right. So you have a seat on a park bench outside the building and go astral. Um, you see there's a number of spirits that are flying around the area. Um, they seem familiar to you. They're not the spirits of uh, dead people, so you know, you're not the ones you're used to dealing with, but uh, you do know that these ones have been told to ignore your presence. Okay. I'm going to, uh, to head in, uh, into the building, checking to make sure the, uh, the usual wards and whatnot are, are still up and functioning. And I'm going to make a, a fast run through, looking for high emotion, anything that uh, that's spiking on the astral. All right, give me a perception test. And then, uh, Nina, were you doing something? I'm calling other stations, I guess. Okay, you start calling around other stations. You call one that's relatively nearby, um, and they report, "Yeah, there's uh, nothing going on here. We we uh, haven't gotten any sort of a uh, message or anything." Uh, Seems to be a pretty quiet night. Four hits on my perception. And give me a sensing test. Five hits on that. Okay, yeah, at some point you, you sort of start zipping on through when you actually come across uh, a spike of an astral signature of violence and pain and anguish, and you realize you're at, like, a, you, you sort of pause as you hit a spot where you recognize someone has just been violently killed. Pretty recently. Um, what, what part of the uh, station is this? This is, uh, looks like on the second story. Okay. Uh, not too far from the armory. Huh, good. I will, uh, pop back outside quick, um, you know, gasp for, uh, you know, a breath as I return to my body and, uh, announce to the LT, uh, there's, uh, there's been a killing on the second floor near the armory. I'm gonna check the rest of the building. Good job, Voss. Keep, keep, uh, keep us informed. And then I'm going to go back and uh, keep running through the building uh, the rest of the place, try to see if I can find whoever might have done the killing. Billy Joel? Yes. Can you connect to any cameras, devices, or anything in the building, get us more information? I don't think so, but I could send my my flying eyes up there to search and scout out. Go ahead. Garrett, when you assemble people, get a couple, uh, pair them up, and have them start going through the building, doing a sweep, checking the status of everything you can. Roger that. Nina, you can use your help on this one. Okay. All right, so again, Nina, what are you doing? I'm helping Garrett. Okay, so you hang up on the person you were talking to on the phone? No. I got all the information I needed out of the person on the phone. Okay. So you and Garrett are... uh, So there's a few people who are approaching on foot, but most of the people have been driving into the parking garage. What are you doing? Make a big old whistle and just tell everybody, listen up. We've got an un- we've got a situation here. We're getting an all call, but all the procedures are wrong. And given given everything that's been happening, this doesn't seem right. You know, basically, and because of uh, my uh, you know, I'm gonna call it authority. 
and part of the task force under Lieutenant Ch under Lieutenant Chavez. We're gonna I'm gonna start organizing everybody by pairs, and we're gonna do a quick sweep of the we're gonna do a quick sweep of the building because we've also got a possible report that some something might be going on in the second floor armory. Right, do you have the leadership skill? Nope. Well, that's that one would probably be perfect. Give me an etiquette roll. Yeah, no, I'm kind of I'm kind of winging it here. Uh, you can assist that with your police procedures. Um, essentially, make a police procedures test to give you teamwork test dice in your etiquette roll. Honestly, you might have some bonuses or penalties, but uh, we'll say your overall minus one because you did say you're under the uh, you are under the um, uh, command of Officer Chavez. The notorious Chavez. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no one mess, messes with Loco Tony. Okay, bumped up against my social four. Uh, yeah, people seem to be uh, following your lead and paying attention to you. Can we hook up these uh, people where they like their cameras or whatever can be part of our network? Or, well, some way that we can just track and have them report in as they do this sweep? This is what I would recommend. Uh, have Billy Joe with it, you know, with all of the, with his drones, kind of act as sort of a mobile uh, communication set, center in uh, his vehicle, and uh, have the officers kind of report to him since he's probably the closest thing we've got to a matrix person. That way, you know, he can sort of relay information to our TACnet, at least to us. My my idea is this. Try to pair off all the other NPC officers and kind of send them on tasks so we're not like tripping over each other. And then we can take point in kind of, you know, checking the building out. And then just, you know, okay, you, you stay in touch with this guy. And then to the next two guys, you and you stay in touch with this guy and give him Billy Joe's, uh, you know, specific comm channel. Billy Joe, yeah. your comms. Okay. So you can get up to 15 people on your tactical network. All right, Cliff, about how many people are actually assembled right now? So if you're just going with the people on foot out front, um, maybe in addition to your team, maybe uh, five other people. Okay. Let's see. So me and Nina, five other people, that's seven total. Okay. Me and Nina will be one team. Uh, take three out of the people that arrive, two on the other uh, – two on the other – no, scratch that. Better idea. Me and Nina, two pairs of the five officers assembled. Then with the odd man out, he's to wait for more officers, explain the situation, pair off, and have someone you know repeat the process and re continuously relay information. Also, okay. uh, Lieutenant, I would also suggest that uh, we limit the amount of people inside the building. We don't need to be tripping all over each other. I'd say no more than, say, four teams or four teams of two at the same time. And if something happens, you know, come, you know, come in as needed. So we should have a reserve responsive force ready to go when we, when one of you tripwire something. Pretty much. Billy Joe, can you contact anybody who just rolled into the garage and see if any of them know what's going on? Yep. So I'll call down to the garage, see if anybody's down there, see if they know what's going on. Hello. Okay. Uh, the garage itself is a parking garage. So what, what, what are you calling down there? So all the cars with radios went in there. <laughs> yeah. And there's always, you know, uh, like there's a maintenance pool down there too, I'm sure. So try to get a hold of dispatch. Yeah. Try to get hold of dispatch. See if there's anybody still in the car in a parking garage. See if there's anybody in the maintenance center down there. Anybody. Okay. Um, 
I guess I'll have you make an electronic warfare plus logic roll. You're trying to do stuff with communication systems. Okay, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be dead. Oh, no, I've got electronic warfare. <laughs> okay, got one, two, three, four, four hits. Okay, yeah, so you could essentially send messages through uh, people's comm links or their car's radios or to the maintenance room or any of the, of the above. Yes, all that. All right, so what are you saying? Uh, intruders in the building start sweeping up the, from the garage, stay in uh, parties of twos and threes, and report back to me on this channel should you encounter anything. Right, you get a uh, Roger. Uh, so we've uh, attempted to uh, enter the building here, and uh, we found that all, all entries are locked. Uh, it doesn't look like our codes, key cards, or uh, biometric scans are working. Access is denied to the building. Okay, so you're a cop. You know how to break down the door. Do it. Break into the HQ? Are you sure? You have your orders, mister. Do it. All right, give me an intimidate check. Or leadership. That works, okay. too. Okay. see. Don't have... The oh, I do have leadership. Okay. I got a hit. Wait a minute. Who is this? What's your authority? <laughs> are you questioning my authority? <laughs> As oh. I guess I'm just an officer, right? Billy Joe. We're acting on uh, LT. Uh, shit, what's Tony's name again? Chavez. We are acting on uh, Lieutenant Chavez orders. Lieutenant Chavez? Yes, he's the highest ranking officer. Oh, direct. Yeah, so start sweeping up from the garage. All right, so they start getting to work on the uh, garage or the uh, doors to the HQ from the garage. What are the rest of you doing? Do I spot anything on my astral sweep? Oh, yeah. You take another astral sweep and uh, give me another perception check. Two hits. I'm right. watching Maxwell's body. So, so you sweep through the place and you do find a number of dead bodies. Uh, signs of violence similar to what you saw before. None of it's uh, particularly long and drawn out and brutal. More just quick, quick, uh, quick and surprising violence. And... Um, that's about all you can get from there. You can't really pick up on who are the sources. Um, there are some people moving around in the building, but not many. I guess I'll uh, manifest in front of one of them. Okay, give me an edge roll. Two hits. Right, uh, yeah, two hits. You manifest in front of someone who uh, actually recognizes... Uh, you see, looks like uh, Buckner. Hey, He's Buckner. Uh, rather afraid. Ah, shh, hey, uh, let's off a short squeak. You realize he's hiding underneath the table in your uh, office space. Buckner, what's what's going on? Who uh, who called us in? Oh no, you're dead too. No, I'm not dead. I'm manifesting from the astral. We're outside. Oh, oh good. Uh, well, I'm not sure what's going on. There's lots of shooting, uh, but the shooting didn't start till after the computers, and then the locks and the the lights are doing the things, and 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 there's ah. What about the locks? Uh, I'm locked in. Uh, first the, the and then then the and then the and then there's there's the shooting and um, uh, I, I don't know what's going on, but uh, there's I. Are you sure you're not dead? I'm not dead. Now, now calm down and give me a report. What's going on? I'm I'm going to use my leadership to uh to All attempt right. to uh calm him down and get him into a, a a state of mind where he can give me a coherent report of what's been happening. All right, give me a leadership roll. One hit. 
Alright, he calms down a bit. So, okay. Well, first, uh, first, uh, something went up with the computers. Uh, th I just thought it was a glitch. Didn't pay much attention at the time, but then, then the lights went out. Uh, I tried to leave the room. I was cleaning the coffee machine again. Just, just like off of the shop it says. The coffee's gotta be clean, right? Clean coffee machine. Run it three times a day. Keep the coffee clean. Right? So, so the coffee's clean, and the lights are out, and the doors are locked, and I can't get out, and I hear, I hear shooting, and people are screaming, and I think people are dying out there. I haven't, haven't been able to get out. Uh, I haven't been able to access the computers, anything, even my, my comm link's not working. I think the, uh, internal jamming systems are, are running. And, uh, the coffee, the coffee's gonna be clean, though. Clean coffee. Uh, good job, good job. It's, it sounds like you might have had one too many cups. You might want to, uh, you might want to take a break for that first minute. I'm going to go report to the LT. Break. Uh, you uh, stay here. Be safe. Okay, okay, I'll do that. I'm going to uh, zip back outside and uh, report to a lieutenant what I what I heard. There was a computer glitch. The uh, the lights went out. Uh, the doors went on lockdown. The internal jamming might be on. Uh, comms and computers are disabled inside. And Buckner has uh, reported the coffee pot is clean. Repeat: the coffee pot is clean. <laughs> nice. That's important. Is that some new code I don't know about? Oh yeah. <laughs> what are you doing there? Going he's uh, the he's currently guys. holding down the uh, um, our uh, our uh, patrol room. Um, it appears he's uh, he's got a safe and defensible position in there under the table, and uh, uh, I told him to uh, to stay there and then be safe. Uh, All right. That's, really... that's what I was able to pull in there. There are multiple uh, deaths uh, inside, but I was uh, unable to uh, track down who's caused them yet. All right, Billy Joe, patch me in there, everybody. All right, patching through. We have uh, reported hostiles and gunfire in the building. So if you're attempting penetration and securing the area, please be aware it is hostile. And me without Lebel. Lieutenant, I suggest we issue the orders. If they ain't star, shoot them. I thought we learned that first day of the academy. Excellent. Well, Lieutenant, well, Lieutenant, we just need to go. We just need the official go from you. Make it all legal-like. Off comes. Sounds like it was it. Let's go ahead. You heard the LT, ladies and gentlemen. If they're not the star, take them out. Also, be a, also be aware. Check your also check your targets. If they've gotten penetration, there is a chance that they, someone may have procreated star uniforms. So be so be on your guard. Wait a minute. Michaels was star. Yeah. So, what's this? If they're not star, light him up. He was star. We should have let it let him up, right? What are you talking about, sis? Is that the tequila talking? No. Remember, Michaels attacked Voss, attacked us. He didn't go down from the flashbangs, and then he like smeared crap all over him, right? Going with the idea that if they're not Lone Star, light him up. That's not necessarily going to work. Right? Good point. I think that was more of uh, philosophical than anything else. No, it's a good point. Just be, I don't know, I'd say be aware of anybody at hostile intent. If you encounter anybody, you know, order them to get, order them to get down. If they, if they come at you, take them out, defend yourself until we get this whole thing squared away. Garrett, where's the primary breach? Don't know. Haven't gotten, haven't been able to get inside yet. Looks like we're going to have to try this the hard way. 
Maxwell, do you need to do any more scouting, or should we start moving? Uh, that's up to you. I, I could start going door to door in, in the astral looking for stuff, but I think at some point we need to go in and uh, rescue who's ever uh, in there. All right, we're going to follow uh, Garrett and Nina. All right. Uh, I do have that uh, that big drone I could send in. Yep. So are you entering from uh, just the main entrance with all the big glass doors, or heading into the parking nope. garage, entering in that way, or some other means? I'm just entering after Garrett. Quick layout of the building. How many? Uh, what type of access points do we have? We got the front. We got the parking garage. We probably have like an intake area where we drop off. You know, where we directly uh, park vehicles or bring vehicles up to immediately transfer. You know, uh, prisoners to holding area for processing. Uh, what else do we have? And so there's fairly sophisticated mag locks on the doors outside, uh, most of which have uh, palm print and biometric readers of some kind, usually a retinal scan. Um, other than that, the the outdoor ones are probably the most probably the most prevalent. Indoor ones are going to be basic uh, mag locks with a couple different means to to bypass them, whether it's the code or uh, doing a quick retinal scan that works too. Here's another question. What type of building defenses are we looking at here? What do you mean? Well, I'm going to go under the assumption that Lone Star HQ is going to have some sort of uh, defenses, whether hidden, automated, or whatnot. I want to, before I go charging into a door, I'm guessing we may have a cursory idea of what, we, what might be there. Like, are there. like, am I going to suddenly kick open a door and be facing about three automated turrets? Okay. Well, you... Do happen to know there are some automated defenses in there. Um, there's a chunk of um, security in the building itself because it is Lone Star HQ, actually. You don't really have access to all of that. What kind of uh, weaponry is the uh, big drone packing? And here's another question: Will it be able to travel through the hallways and, the, and all that stuff? Is it are the hallways wide enough, or is the drone small enough? It's a steel links, isn't it? Correct, sir. Yeah, steel links can go down hallways and upstairs and things. They can fit pretty much anywhere a person can. Okay, just want to be sure. I would say pick uh, on a side door, probably a fire escape type door, and first see if we can open it. If we can't, well, since we don't have a hacker type person here, we'll have to do it the hard way. I suggest using the drone and its weaponry to basically blow the lock off and just go in hot. Uh, I thought... Uh, Nina can handle a locked door. Yep. Oh, okay. Sorry, forgot about that. We, can, if she can't, all right. Give Nina a shot. If she can't get in, then we'll try it the other way. But I still would be... recommend a fire escape type door. Well, she's doing that. I'll be uh, calling up my uh, bound SWAT uh, member and uh, readying uh, a stun baton. Okay. All right. So again, you've got the side door. There's a mag lock there. Anything on a higher level? Requires a key card and a retinal scan. Looks like it's a little bit higher level maglock. No, anything on a higher level floor. Fire uh, what do you mean? You said oh, he was uh, looking at fire escapes? Right, no, no, so... fire exits. Or, yeah. Yeah, there aren't really, like, fire escapes coming down. There are some emergency uh, things that will essentially deploy some foam that you can slide and plop down on, but not something that someone can climb up the side of the building and break in with. Hello? I hear you. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. 
So, okay, go. All right, you're at right, the door. So, How are you getting in? Oh, I say let Nina try to pick the lock first. Okay, we pick a door. I pick a lock. All right, you have the locksmithing skill. Yes, I do. All right, go ahead and make a roll. Agility plus lock picking. As she's doing that, I'm going to cover her, looking up, checking any uh, above and around windows for signs of movement. Right, yep, windows are locked down, uh, you know, uh, reflective surfaces. Three hits. I'm going to gather all of our lovely assistants or other troopers or whoever they are. And give them the big rousing speech, or actually not, just I'm okay, we're going to sweep and secure, air is hostile, we're going to breach, you guys follow and secure behind us as we go. Alright, so yep, Nina, you've got the case off, go ahead and roll for uh, bypassing the internal electronics. I'm going to be giving a spell defense to, I guess, the five of us and one lucky uh, NPC officer. Here's another suggestion. Uh, LT, if you agree with me on this, I would say have Billy Joe contact some of the substations, let them know something's going on, request assistance. Yep. Hit all the neighboring uh, substations, tell them to uh, at least send uh, one unit over. Three hits. All right, yep, you're able to bypass the electronics and deactivate the maglock. We're in. All right, yeah, when you start going in... Um, Everyone, there's a noise level of six. There's an internal building jamming system that uh, normally uh, would only go on in cases of some sort of an emergency. Anyone who's got wirelessly active things with a device rating of, well, six or lower, it's deactivated unless you have the ability to reduce the noise, as in you've got data jacks. I do. So does that include SmartLink? Yeah. What about our TechNet? Okay. Your TACnet, I believe, is rating 5, so that's not working. Not the old-fashioned way. Unless Billy Joe is the one who's got the uh, the TACnet, he can reduce noise, can he? Yep. Yep, you can use each level of your uh, rating of your control console to reduce noise by 1. Uh, so I've got a rating 3 control rig, and I've got two data jacks. Does that reduce it by 5? Yeah, you can reduce noise for yourself by up to 5. That would uh, basically mean you're only suffering minus one penalty from noise. Okay. And that would also be enough to keep the TACnet operational. Super duper. Now, as far as the TACnet goes, the TACnet, you gain benefits, and you can send information to the people within the area, but um, I'm going to say other devices that are within the TACnet, um, you can send data to them, but they can't really send data back. So you, you, Billy Joe, you're the only one who can gain the benefit of the TACnet. Um, that said, other okay. people can receive information through the TACnet from you. Okay, so I'm going to be like an information hub and keep... Uh, that said, does anyone have like a rating 6 comlink and a data jack? Yes. No. Not the data jack. What's that? I said not the data jack. Right. Yeah, rating 6 comlink would be knocked out by the noise, but if you had a rating 6 comlink and a data jack, that would knock the noise down to enough to keep your comlink functional enough. Isn't there a cyber program? Oh, wait. Never mind. Sounds like everybody except for Billy Joe is knocked out by the noise. Yeah, so you have no comms except that you can receive comm information from Billy Joe. It's uh, one way, though. And any you basically don't get wireless bonuses from your 
devices or cyberware. This is going to be fun. And you find yourselves in a uh, hallway that connects to a uh, another hallway that goes by various offices and meeting rooms. And uh, there's some elevators not too far away, stairwell entrances, and you're also on this floor is the large sort of lobby area. And it's uh, it's pretty dark. I recommend diamond formation. If we don't have, uh, we can't use our comms, we go, we go with hand signals. Sounds good. Do we need a small unit, unit tactics roll for that? I don't know, Cliff. Uh, Let's see, diamond formation. That? Yep, that'll require a roll. Anyone who's involved in the formation, roll a teamwork to assist whoever's making the main roll. You need four total hits from the final roll. Who wants to okay. lead? Took words out of my mouth. Who wants to take point? Actually, who wants to uh, take point on this one? I'd like to take point, um, except I'm not all that great with small unit tactics. I've only got a rank in it. I got one hit to yeah. assist somebody. You want me to go front with the uh, steel links? I don't know. It doesn't really have hands to uh, give hand signals. Actually, I since uh, I actually keep it behind the diamond, and it's my recommendation before we go in is if things really get bad, everybody has standing orders just to hit the deck and let the steel links just uh, chime in. In that case, uh, in that case, I'll take point. Of course, I can only be helped by one rank. I got three. Does anybody else have a higher ranking than three in small unit tactics? Not me. I rolled my assist. I got uh, two hits. I uh, added the one to assist me, because I'd, I'd really like to take point. I've got unarmed, and I'm pretty damn sneaky, but I did get five hits. All right, I guess I'll make the quote-unquote main roll, unless anybody objects. Yep, you get an additional three dice, and your limit's higher. Okay, okay. Two out of the three. How many total hits? Well, I got two, and I've heard Nina, and who else said that they had one apiece? I had five. There you go. Well, they give you bonus dice up to your rating and your skill. So you make the skill test with three additional dice. Yeah, that was included. All right, so you're doing your best to do the diamond formation, but it's really hard to coordinate without the electronic aids are used to, and it's a, kind of a clumsy maneuver. You start moving through the area. Where are you headed to? Move down the hallway as we come to each door. Whoever's, I would recommend whoever's on the quote left and right do a quick peek, do a quick peek in, while the front and back sort of cover. We're do you want to secure? I, I, do you want to secure any particular location, like the armory or Buckner and the coffee pot? I'd say we work our way to that. I key places to uh, secure. I would suggest would be armory uh, and the command and control center for the building. Those are the key. The command and control center is on the 8th floor, not too terribly far off from Maddie's office. Looks like we're going to be going up then. The armory is in the 2nd story. Pretty close to here, actually. Alright. Hey, Cliff, could we just make a, uh, whoever's on the, le well, who all is in the diamond formation, first off? I know Nina's on point. Who wants to take left? Who wants to take right? Who wants to take tail? Dibs in the back. <laughs> Not always safe back there. That's right. I've got a big SWAT orc watching over me. It's not going to be safe for anybody coming back here. I'll take <laughs> whichever side Garrett's not on. All right, I'll take left then. 
Um, hey, Cliff, here's a quick suggestion for you. How about uh, whenever we pass by an office or anything, we just do a quick uh, perception test as kind of like a down and dirty uh, sweep so we don't break the formation too much? Okay. So I've got a question uh, about uh, spirit services, Cliff. Can I order my spirit to, to assist us in clearing the uh, the building as if it were one combat, or do I need to uh, to use them up on a case-by-case basis? Uh, probably a case-by-case basis. A whole combat would be one service. But clearing the building might involve multiple services. Okay. I'll just make sure he's uh, manifested and ready to uh, to jump in as soon as we get into combat. Okay. And where are you guys headed? Toward the command and control center, I guess. Right, so Heading everything on the Elevators way. or the stairwell? Stairwell. Stairwell. Elevators are probably... I wouldn't yes. trust the elevators. Alright, so you make it over to the stairwell. It's pretty quiet. The door to the stairwell, again, has a mag lock. It's a simpler one, just a simple keycard one. But it is locked down. Let me edit. Light and cover. Four or five hits. Alright, yep. You're able to uh, pop the case off and uh, wire the lock into uh, triggering where you can open it up. And you get into the stairwell, which is pitch black. I got a low light flashlight. Alright, you turn that on. Anyone with low light vision can see uh, pretty well. Anybody Isn't that all of us? Yeah. With the goggles, yeah. Alright, yep. Between yeah, the elves and the people with goggles, covered. you're able to see what's going on once, once uh, Nina turns her low light flashlight on. I forget what story your ass's office was on. I wanted to say the six. Does that sound about right? No idea. It's the sixth floor now. All right. <laughs> All right. So you start going up the stairs. Your formation is really more of a vague rectangle that gets complex and more basically goes back and forth into focus and never quite actually forms a diamond shape. That's pretty much how it works in real life. As okay. you are heading up the stairwell, when you get to Passing the third floor, give me everybody give me an auditory perception check. We're on the okay. eighth floor according to the Google Doc. Oh yeah? That's what it says. You're on the eighth floor then. Uh can we roll in uh add in if we've got earbuds? Not if you're piloting a drone. If they're not wireless, they only uh boost your rate your uh limit, not your uh your rolling dice. Yeah, that's right. Got five hits, so I imagine I'm uh Capsite at your sensor rating. Sensor rating, okay. Three hits on auditory perception. So, three hits. Four hits. Two. Two. Six hits. Uh, capped at my mental limit, I believe, so five hits. All right, so you all hear some shooting. Uh, rather sustained fire uh, with occasional other bursts. Um, you recognize the occasional bursts as bursts from a Ruger Thunderbolt, which has a rather distinctive sound. And uh, the other bursts sound like they're from uh, larger weapons. Or, you know, more automatic weapons. Coming from a floor above or coming from the um, floor? Officer, Officer Garrett, you can tell that it's coming from a floor above. And uh, Maxwell, you can figure out that it's probably coming from the fifth or sixth floor. What do you say, LT? Should we book it, th- should we book it up there? Or should we tr- still check out the continue on to the armory? Security armory. Copy that. All right, yep, armory is on the second story. So you uh, head on into the second story and start moving your way through the various offices to get near where the armory is located. And as you're uh, moving across, everybody give me a perception check. Or actually, make it a surprise roll. Uh-oh. 
What do we roll for surprise? Reaction plus intuition. Okay. Three hits. Three hits. Best roll of the night so far, five. Four hits. Four hits. All right, doesn't sound like anybody got less than three hits, is that right? Yep. Yep. Okay, okay. Yep, you are definitely on the alert when, uh, uh, basically from some of the drone tracks, from the security drones, uh, uh, they open up and a couple of drones come moving out and uh, approaching, pointing their guns in your directions. Give me initiative rolls. Yep. Do it. Check, check. I can hear you. Here you are. Hello? We can hear Hello. you. Hello. Hi. I'm just watching people, hey. like, just completely delete the initiative tracker. Uh, scroll up. Sort of towards oh, okay, the top. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so, uh, Billy Joe, you're first. Don't forget right. minus one die penalty to everything you do because of noise. Okay. Uh, do I recognize these drones? I mean, are they Lone Star drones or are these bad guys? Yeah, they're drones? Lone Star drones. But they're taking a beat on us? Uh, looks like it. So I read this book once where this, uh, this rigger could take control of other drones. Is that actually possible or was that just a uh, poetic license? It's totally possible if the rigger is also a decker. Oh, and I am not, so uh, are these... Or a technomancer can do it. Right. See, I'm it's pretty just... sure that in that book they were taking artistic license. Okay. Uh, do we... Uh... Yeah, I can't do that. Th- these drones look like they're becoming hostile towards us. Uh, guns pointed in our direction. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's shoot one then. Okay, what kind of shot uh, are you taking? Uh, full auto. Uh, can I hit uh, both of them with full auto burst? Ten round you burst? Sp- you can uh, split your dice pool to target them both if you want. Nah, uh, let's let's go with one. I'm shooting a one on the right. All right, you doing a ten round burst? Correct. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five hits. Okay, there's no dice to defend defend with, so what's the damage total? Uh, it is an Ultramax HMG2. 11p, so 16p, minus 4ap. Yeah, you blow the crap out of one of those drones. It falls apart and scatters. Okay, one Neither down. your turn. I'm going to take cover and fire a burst at one of them with my uh, Ares Alpha. Okay, is this a six-drum burst or a three-drum burst? It's a simple action to take cover, right? Yep. I guess my question is, are you firing a full-auto six-drum burst or a burst-fire three-drum burst? Burst-fire three-drum burst. Okay. A whole three hits. All right, that's two net hits. What's the damage? Right on. 13p, AP minus six. All right, yep. You take a shot and put it right through that drone, and it ceases. Next is uh, Officer McGarrett. Holding. And the SWAT orc, I don't think he has orders. Nope. Tony, what are you doing? Uh, There were two drones. Yeah, it looks like they've both been taken out. Question, SWAT orc, he's with us. Sorry I didn't ask this before. He's my spirit. Oh, gotcha. Uh, These tracks, uh, I mean, these tracks are visible. They're there, right? This more might advance along there. Yeah. All right, so I'm just going to track up on the where, you know, maybe they come around the corner or something, but where the, more might come from and wait. Okay. All right, NPC. Oh, that's not correct. The drones go. Uh, yeah, and Tony, it's a good thing you held your action because it looks like another couple drones are coming through one side and then the other. You can take your, your uh, held shot if you want. Can I take my held shot too? Um, sure. Three hits. What kind of shot were you taking? 
Uh, three round burst. Ooh, critical glitch. Uh, yep, you blow the crap out of this one. And then, uh, Tony, your turn. You're, uh, waiting for another one to come out. Yeah, um, what's my recoil penalty with a long burst? Uh, what kind of weapon? Ares Alpha. So, long burst to full auto or burst fire? Uh, burst fire. Long burst. So, that's a six round burst. What's your, what's your recoil comp? That is what I'm trying to figure out. I think an Ares Alpha has one. And what's your strength? Two. Sorry, Ares Alpha has uh, three. All right, so you, you have four points of recoil comp then, so first bullet's always free. You'd be minus one die for six round burst. Uh, I have five hits with a long burst. All right, what's the damage rating? Uh, 11p uh, AP minus two. All right, so you uh, hit this thing with some bullets, see some sparks fly, some smoke comes out, but it looks like it's still operational. And uh, now it gets to go. Let's see, all of you who are physically present, give me an edge test. Let me know who gets the lowest number of hits. Okay. I have three hits. Zero. I got uh, no hits. Um, I don't know what my spirit gets. I don't think it gets edge, so. Three. Three hits. All right, so Nina and uh, Voss, what are your edge stats? Three. Three. All right, it's going to split fire between the two of you then. Let's loose with a uh, six-round burst. So you both make a defense test at minus five. I'm going to edge that. Yeah, I think I'll pre-edge it as well. Three hits. Four hits. All right, yep, you easily avoid the spray of gunfire that comes from the drone. And then we get down to Voss with your turn. I guess I will command my uh, my SWAT orc, uh, Vinny, Inibrimisium. I command it to, uh, to get him. Is that Spanish? Uh, my attempt at Latin. Probably horribly mangled and <laughs> grammatically incorrect, but hey. Nice. That was cool anyway. All right, so next up is Billy Joe. Hey, I just commanded my uh, spirit. Can't it take an action? It can act on second pass. Okay. Are there any more drones to shoot at? Or are we moving forward? Yeah, there's the one remaining. All right, let's take a shot at it. Uh, sixth round burst. I don't want to run out of ammo. I just hope this doesn't come out of our budget. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven hits. Right, what's the damage with seven hits? Uh, 18 physical. Uh, yeah, you blow the crap out of this thing. Hope so. yeah, after that, there's the clattering of parts and no more drones come scooting out. Well, I think they know we're here. I'm going to broadcast over my uh, over the TAC net, broadcast it to everybody so everybody can hear it, even the guys down in the garage and then the cars and uh, that we've encountered uh, enemy drones, uh, been eliminated, we're proceeding forward. We're on the, what are we on, the fifth floor? Second. We're on the second floor, proceeding forward. I say we move forward. All right, you make your way to the section where the armory is. Um, everyone give me a police procedures roll. Okie doke. Zero. Four. Three hits. Three hits here as well. Right, anybody who gets four hits or better uh, remembers that there are, in fact, um, stationary gun emplacement drones that are located just inside the lobby area of the armory. They're almost never deployed, but um, you remember that they're... Oh... Let everyone know as much. Good to know. Really? Uh, really. And here's a... Can we look into the lobby area that leads to the armory? 
without actually stepping into it. You can open the door and look in if you want. How about we send in one of the uh, micro drones? Can you actually control it with this noise? Micro drone? Yeah, I've only got one point of noise. All right, well, someone's going to have to open the door for it. I'll do it. I'd say I'd stand off to the side, wait for the drone to get there, kind of do a uh, fling open kind of thing, because as soon as you open it up, you might get a nasty surprise. Yeah, I'd stay to the side. Are you sneaking to try to fling the door open without staying in uh, line of sight from where I remember those things being? Right, so are you guys doing any maneuver, or are you just going to be going straight in? What's the maneuver? Or do well, we want to wait? Aren't we sending the eyeball or fly spy in to see if they're send active the or whatever? Yeah, send yes. the drone in first. And I'm right. opening the door. Is someone uh, directly piloting the drone or is it piloting itself? Piloting itself. Just peeking around. It's going in real high to see if the right. gun emplacements are active. And do you have an active soft for stealth on that? I Not auto soft, I mean. I, I'm pretty sure there is. Uh, let's see... Let me look. Uh, it's I've got a bunch of different auto softs. Clear sight, target, and evasion, maneuvering, and stealth. I think I've only used three of those, correct? Okay. So I got stealth, uh, evasion, and clear sight. Yep. And just keep in mind that if you are going to run any of these programs, your noise is going to go up by one for each program you run. Okay. Then it's just going to be using uh, stealth. Okay. So roll its dice for its stealth. Plus uh, pilot rating. So what is the device The device rating plus? The pilot rating plus the autosoft rating. Okay, I'm looking for all that. Pilot 3, the autosoft is 4. Do I get to add the rating of my RCC to that? No. Okay, so 7 dice and I got 0 hits. How do you want my opening the door to work into this calculation, Cliff? You're going to be cracking the door a bit to let the thing in, or are you swinging it open? I'm going to be using my stealth skill to open the door for this thing. Okay, make a stealth roll. Let's say you can assist his stealth roll. Assist my stealth roll? Or the drone's stealth roll. Oh, cool. Five hits. Okay, so provided the auto soft rating is at least five, you can roll five more dice for your drone. Okay. Okay, we got, ooh, one, two, three, three hits now. Woohoo! Okay. So the drone stealthfully enters the room. The door opening and closing doesn't draw any attention to it. And you do, in, you do indeed see that uh, there are two um, there are two deployed heavy machine guns on turrets in the ceiling that seem to be moving erratically, scanning the room. So I will pass this on to the rest of the. Uh, excuse me. Pass this on to everybody else. Uh, the defense turrets. Uh, ceiling-mounted heavy machine guns are active and actively scanning the rooms for targets. So there's nobody in there? I see nobody. I see the turrets are active. Sounds like we can skip this room and move on, then. Yep. Let's head on up. Command and Control Center now? Yes. I think we'll check out floor five first. Since we heard the gunshots there, there might be an officer who needs needs help. Give me... um... Uh, hearing-based perception checks again. And don't forget, you don't get to include your um, earbuds or hearing amplification except to your limit unless you can overcome the sixth noise. Four hits here. Two hits. Same. Five hits. Four. 
Uh, yep, you hear some more shooting and screaming. Uh, those of you with at least four hits can pick up on that. It yep. seems to be occurring in a stairwell close to this level. Nina, you can uh, you can break locks open. Can you uh, break the armory locks here closed to make it uh, more difficult for anybody to get in? I can give it a shot. All right, give me a hardware test. You can use your um, lock picking skill as a um, assist to this roll if you want. Uh, two hits. All right, you've jammed the lock. Uh, it would take some work to get it open. Probably longer. It's not going to completely prevent it from opening, but it will make it harder for someone to open it. All right, let's go. And uh, I'm going to uh, to ask the uh, the squat work to uh, to conceal all of us, including himself. Okay, for what force is he? He's a force six, so I think he can handle all of us plus himself and uh, minus six to perception of anybody looking for us. Okay, so there's the six of you heading on over to back to the stairwell. Yep. All right, you start making your way back to the stairwell. Uh, how are you moving? I'd say we go for another diamond formation just in case yep. so we can keep it together. I'd like to be on point moving stealthily. All right, I'll let you guys m- make another roll for the um, small unit tactics. Okay. Who's assisting whom? I'll take point again. Assisting uh, Miss Officer Garrett. Three hits. I got three myself. I'm zero. I got, one I got one. All right, so uh, who's the main roller? McGarrett? Yo, I got three, and I also heard three also tossed out, so... Yep, you can roll three more dice. Yeah, I got three total hits. Okay, uh, yep, it's pretty sloppy. Well, I got three total hits. The total net with everybody else is more like six. Well, no, everyone else's hits gives you extra dice up until you they hit oh. the number of ranks you have in the skill. Oh, well, shoot, hold on. I, hold on. And your limit goes up I by those hits. <laughs> Didn't you write this part of the book? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you should quick issue some errata. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'd be five then. All right. Actually, you got a really neat, smooth, and efficient diamond formation. You benefit from the bonuses. Woo-hoo. Sweet. And uh, let's edit that part out, will we? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you're killing me. You're killing me. <laughs> oh, and remember if we do run into any friendlies, there's a good chance they uh they might not see us. So uh just keep that in mind. Yep. So everyone who's moving stealthily give me a stealth check. Oh, let me see what my stealth is. Can you default on stealth? Yeah. Two hits for uh me. Oh, um, yeah, uh, Billy Joe, don't forget to take your noise penalty into account. Yes, sir. You're making a lot of noise, so you're not what? stealthy. <laughs> what does, uh, <laughs> what's the attribute with stealth? Agility. Agility, okay, so agility minus one, minus one for noise. So I got two hits. Three hits. I have three hits. All right, so you're moving along stealthily, heading toward the stairwell in diamond formation. Uh, when... Uh, oh, give me a perception check, visual-based. Three four hits. hits. I have four hits. Anybody get three hits or better? Oh, we'll yep. see. Actually, two hits or better. Happens to notice that there uh, are a number of forms in the stairwell that are laying down and kind of bloody. Shit. They are uh, Lone Star officers. And 
coming out of the stairwell now are moving with some stealth are uh, looks like a couple of uh, high threat response officers. How many? Two? Two? Yep, with uh, Ares Alpha. I give a hand signal back for two. And if there's any kind of hand signal for uh, heavily armored with weapons, I'll do that too. Though I doubt yep, it. They're, they're armed in, in full security armor with uh, uh, assault rifles. I said Ares Alphas, but you know, I'm not sure Lone Star would be caught dead carrying Ares Alpha combat guns. I was, I was going to say uh-huh. something, but I figured, eh. Give me a sec, I'll pick another gun here. Isn't it like a M21s or something? Oh, hell no. I used to like the M23s, but uh, unfortunately... They're know, kind of crappy in this edition. Yeah, they're... Ugh, it's bargain basement. I'd rather have an AK. And don't even get me wrong with the real life to actual weapon and conversions and all that stuff. Yeah, we'll say they're uh, effing hars. It's all done. Gesundheit. Here's a question for you, Cliff. Do we happen to recognize these guys, or are they in, like, sealed armor? They're in full armor. I mean, you rec- definitely recognize the armor. It's a, a Lone Star High Threat Response. Uh, those of you got four or more on your perception check, do you notice that they're pretty bloody, and they start moving in your direction, heading towards the armory. I see blood. Well, we got to identify them somehow, see if they're friendlies or not. Yep. How do we do that? Is there, like, a... Ooh, hold on a second. Hold on a sec. I uh, I lie down quickly, you know, lay down on the ground, go astral, zip behind them, and manifest. Nice. Hey, Billy Joe, real quick, what were you going to ask? Because I think I might be on the same track as you are. I'm thinking that Lone Star would probably have, like, a, a code word or a passphrase for something like this in case a facility got... Uh, you know, infiltrated, and some armor was, you know, uh, stolen? Actually, I can give you a real-life analog to that. There is a, there uh, is a uh, sort of a code number that if you're uh, if an officer who, say, maybe gets separated from their ID, say, in a fight, or they're off-duty or something like that, can use to help identify themselves. I won't go into specific details, of course, but that's the general gist. Now, I don't know if Cliff would allow something like that, but there is precedent. Oh, sure, and they should be giving off a certain AR code, but just about all of you are unable to view that. Can I see it? I'm only at one uh, noise. Yeah, you are can there... pick up on there. They're giving off uh, uh, positive IFF readings as Lone Star High Threat Response. Uh, I'll try to talk to them. And Cliff, I'm manifesting behind them. We're going to find out when they fill us with lead. All right, so when you manifest behind them, do you make any noise? Hoy! They stop and uh, turn around and see you. How are things going? Well, uh, situation's uh, pretty fragged up. Don't quite know what's going on. Lockdown, security drones have been shooting people. How long have you been in here? Uh, we just got back from the raid uh, about an hour and a half ago. We were chilling out uh, when you heard everything go down, uh, so we suited back up. Any news from outside, or are you inside? Uh, we're uh, we're getting support from outside, and uh, we're uh, we're looking to uh, to clear the building. Do you know uh, if we have any active shooters? Well, it looks like uh, somebody took out the drones on this floor. Uh, we're going to check the armory next. Uh, there should be a couple of big ones in there. You said uh, you had some people with you. The, uh, the armory is clear. I was just checking that out. There's uh, nobody alive in there. 
Oh, man. You think Nerd Rage got it? Nerd Rage? Yeah, Nerd Rage, you know. Armory guy? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't see any uh, any sign of him in there, but uh, it's uh, it's hard to say. Looking uh-huh. in the astral, it's, it's difficult to tell that kind of thing. Where's your partner? He's uh, on medical. Oh. Uh, do you have a team of people with you? Yeah. Where are they? Yeah. Where should uh, where should we uh, try to meet up? Well, Fragafina, we're just trying to clear the clear the place one floor one floor at a time. We, we've been working in pairs. It's not so bad if you uh, have good armor and you're careful and uh, you, well, you got the kind of reflexes we have. All right, where are you heading next? Like I said, we're gonna head to the armory. All right. We'll just double check, make sure everything's clear there, and then we'll move back. And then we'll move down to the first floor. Okay. I'll let my team know, and I'm uh, heading back to my body. Well, popping back astral and then heading back to the body. Okay. Let's just sort of stop and turn and look at each other. It's hard to tell what they're doing. And then they turn and start heading towards the armory. What do the rest of you do? I, um, were we close enough that the rest of the team could have probably heard the conversation or far enough away that I'm going to need to relay the the gist of it? No, everybody would have heard it. Okay. Uh, let's keep moving up the way we were doing. So if I, if I say anything now out loud, those guys, those, that pair of them could hear us. Yeah, quite possibly. Can I sense them, Cliff? Uh, sure. Five hits. Okay, uh, they're pretty healthy. Uh, large chunks of essence loss from cyberware. Um, however, there is something really weird about their emotional state. Uh, they seem calm, but uh, sort of a suppressed calm. There's something underneath there that's waiting to get out. Like a drug kind of thing? Uh, kind of, yeah. Okay, I'll pass that on to the, uh, the LT. They, uh, there's, there's something a little bit off on their, uh, on their auras. Uh, I don't know, maybe they're, maybe they're both hopped up on something? Uh, it, it looks like they're, they're ready to, to, I don't know, they're, they're, they're high threat response. I mean, they're, they're always kind of ready to jump out and, uh, and kill stuff, but I don't know. It, it feels weird. Yeah, but here's the thing: if these guys are legit, LT has LT has, is probably ranking here and could probably you know order them to do something. And if they don't, that might give us better indication of what their what their motives might be. Because something about this just seems hinky. They're too damn calm. They didn't ask about gunfire, and unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to really talk with them. In an active shooter situation, these guys would not be this damn calm. They'd be paranoid as hell right now. Uh, Cliff, if we heard the conversation, could we have done a judge intentions test? Uh, sure. We'll make it at minus two because you can't see facial features. You just pick up on voice and body language. So I would have got two hits just listening. Okay, yeah, there's something off about them. You can't quite put your finger on it, but there's something strange and off about them. Can we avoid them? Uh, you could probably let them pass and then slip around into the stairwell, if you're stealthy enough. You have the concealed power on you, so that gives you a good chance. I think we let them slide. Alright, anybody who's trying to slip past them then make a st- sneaking roll? I'm just going to go flat against the wall. I have three hits. Four hits. Four hits. Two hits. Two hits as well. All right, so yeah, they move past you, heading toward the armory. Uh, they enter the armory area, and you are able to slip back to the stairwell. 
to get to the stairwell, you see that there are four corpses of Lone Star officers. There are people who followed you in. Looks like they've been recently shot by, oh, probably assault rifle fire. Like those guys that just left the, uh, the guys that just left the stairway. Yep. Could be. The, All right. Does so now what anybody are you who does have computer skill? Not oh. I. Apparently, none of us. Chirp, chirp. Okay, we'll skip that. What were you thinking? Uh, even if they can communicate or load, we actually should be able to, you know, get their comm link and see what they were last recording. Or we might have to try to do something the hard way and actually try see if we can uh, force it out of them. Because the way they're acting is just not right. No procedure, no nothing, no taking cover. You know, if there's a situation like this, one of the first things they would be trying to do is either uh, stay in place or try to sweep or be trying deliberately looking for other uh, officers to link up with. These guys are just like, oh, you got another team? Okay, well, we'll just continue on. No. That is definitely not procedure. All right. We have a choice. We can go back and tag these guys and take them out of the equation, or we'll keep going up to the command center. Uh, I say guys... go for these guys because they can always double back and sneak up on us, or, yep. they can, or they can get away. And if they're going to the armory, they can probably gear up with better weapons. Bingo. Okay. Let's go. Let's roll them. How many of them were there? Two or three? Two. Two. Okay, I'm going to be uh, commanding uh, the, uh, the SWAT work. Um, when we get up near those uh, HCR guys, uh, I want you to uh, do your best to talk one of them into uh, taking out the other with the uh, influence power. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Arcology Podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit.